Hello, dishes. I said, hello, dishes. Gather around and tell me how you've been. I'm back. <sighs> Welcome to Soap Dish Salem Style. The Maverick is back. It's been an exciting week and I missed you guys terribly, 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 terribly. <sighs> Tony, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Welcome back. I'm ready to raise some hell, y'all. I ain't going to lie to you. I have my Hennessy and Coke sitting next to me. Oh, God. I'm ready <laughs> to go. That voice you hear is Nick. Nick, how are you? I'm great. Happy to be back. This should be fun. Yes, that's wow. right. You you were not here last week because we had ladies night. Which yeah, was an amazing it. episode. By it was really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Lastly, we have our very own Iris Reeler from Texas, Dylan St. James. Hey, everybody. Ariette shall be joining us a little later. She had a little thing to handle before she jumped on. So let's go ahead and jump into the Salem Spectator Special Report. Sponsored by Jennifer Rose Horton Devereaux, Katie McLean's version of that is. Um, <laughs> first things first, we received news this week that Lindsay Godfrey will not be joining us for the rest of days. She has decided to walk away from her contract. Sigh. What do you guys think? Well, uh, here, here's my question. Do we know for sure whether it was her choice or the show's choice? Because it feels like it was her choice. Yes. But there's... I, I but feel there's, like it's hers. Okay, because there's nothing that has been specifically said because I've been seeing petitions being, being thrown around to bring her back. And I'm just like, if this was her choice, we kind of have to respect it. Yeah. And there's I'm, no kind of. We have to. Yeah, but I, and that's always been my thing. Like, I, I totally understand doing a petition if your fave has been fired and you want to bring them back. That's great. But if this was her choice, we have to respect it. And I'm okay with Sarah leaving. Um, I love Lindsay, but Sarah's never really been a character that fully did it for me because I expected them to write Sarah a certain way. Mm -hmm. And they never did. So mm -hmm. it felt like a missed opportunity. So I'm hoping now we get a rest and a possible reset and we bring her back down the line, hopefully with Lindsay. Um, if not, maybe as a recast and we kind of retool the character. And then I could be down for that. Okay, can I speak now? Because I know I've gotten a review that I'm an interrupter. So I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're good. You're good. Okay. My thing is, I hate that Leslie Godfrey is going. I hate that the character Sarah is going. If anything, if we're going to blame the cartooniness on anyone, I blame the writers and the directors. No, don't. Well, I'm going to cut you off right there. That It's been stated in interviews that that was Lindsay bringing that to the character. Well, my thing is, I feel like they've seen her as Caroline on the boat in the Beautiful. Beautiful? Yes, Beautiful. Um, 
where she played that zany character. And if Lindsay decided she wanted to do that and incorporate the zaniness and comic relief that she did on Bold and Beautiful wonderfully, I mean, Caroline was a character who was funny and comedic, but she also had compelling story to go with it. And that's where I blame the writers for. Um, if that was gonna be her acting choice, why not write around that? Why make not make Xander and Sarah comic relief, which they did, but why not have compelling story to go with it? That is my issue with it. And I feel like they wasted that character slash couple because they didn't get any compelling story. I mean, the, aside from this wedding thing. Yeah, their compelling story was just getting ready to kick off, which has now been thrown a monkey wrench because of her exit. It, well, true, but then again, you had Xander and Sarah on for Moss doing whatever oh, yeah, the hell they were doing with that Philip thing when you could have been giving them compelling story. Yeah, they never... They never should have put Xander back in Titan's orbit. Like, when the truth came out about the baby switch, Victor should have fired his ass because the only reason he got the job in the first place was because of what he did. So when the truth came out, there was no reason for him to have a job anymore. He should have been exiled at that point and then truly rebuild Xander and Sarah and then have them work their way back together and then figuring out who Xander is away from his family and really kind of invest in them. And I never really felt like they did that. They had a lot of opportunity to do that and they just never, they just never did. And, and that's my issue. Why not have them actually mourn Mackenzie? They mourned for two, three weeks. He bought a tombstone and they were back together and like everything was back to normal. Yeah, and I did, and I said this last week, but I did enjoy the point of view we got from her in those scenes with Kristen last week. But it almost, and it almost read too little too late. And looking back on it, you could almost feel it as closure because yes. the character was getting ready to leave. I just... I felt like they could have wrote for her better. They could have wrote for the character. They could have wrote for the couple better. And this is coming from a Zara fan who actually liked them together, who actually liked those two characters. The, that's why I blame the writers for this. It's like you had what you had, but you didn't use it to its fullest potential. That's yeah, my only issue. If you knew know. that she is a good comedic actress, okay, write her as comic relief as you did, but why didn't you have her in these stories? Why didn't you take from the Jack and Jennifer element where they were the comic relief? I mean, Jack and Jennifer used to have me in stitches. Sometimes. Oh my God, yes, dying. Oh, yeah. But like, for instance, during the Ask Dr. Love scene, crack me up. But they had a compelling story, whereas Jennifer was thinking about leaving Jack because he didn't take the marriage seriously. They okay, had yes, that yes. go along with it. So, I mean, Jack and, Jack and Jennifer have also had some, some awful, terrible stories too, but they, for the most part, had compelling stories that you got the comic relief mixed in with the drama and with Xander and Sarah. They just gave us all comic relief. And, and I never really 
felt like they fully understood how to write Sarah. They had a better understanding, the writers had a better understanding of Sarah as a teenager in the 90s than they did as a full-grown adult. Like, she should have come to town with, the ch- with a chip on her shoulder the size of Texas towards her mother because the last time we saw them, they were not on good terms. So, and I almost thought we were going to get that when she first came to town and then they didn't. Well, and you guys. Then, I would actually prefer. Ariette is in the building, you guys. Yeah. Hey, Ariette. <laughs> Sorry for the wait, um, but I actually um enjoy Kristen as Sarah and I feel like it's such a missed opportunity to not have her be a vixen. Right? I didn't and, think I would enjoy it, but it was really good. And the thing is, that shows a testament of how great of an actor Leslie Godfrey is. Yeah. And that shows... Because how... we, we saw a little bit of that on Bold when they did that weird character direction change with Caroline, and all of a sudden she went from, like, Philip philanthropic charity girl to scheming vixen and and the thing is everything they threw at her on bold is a testament of what that actress can do right and they didn't everything they taught i feel like the uh, sarah as a heroine it was not the way to go like seeing it all like seeing Kristen as sarah now i'm like damn wow it, it, they could have made her a heroine who schemes. Right. We don't the thing have is they that. tried to make her like saintly. And if they had just embraced the fact that Sarah's a little messy, she's a little and they kind of did like to if, do the wrong thing sometimes, you know. If not important Halo and just let her be, you know. And they did that in the beginning because she wasn't putting up with any of Rex's shit. And right. they put her with Eric and made her. Saint Sarah of the Hordens. If when, drunk Sarah had been sober Sarah, it would have been a lot more fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just a missed opportunity. And I'm enjoying, well, Which I'm is, enjoying Kristen and Sarah right now. And I feel like, oh. I was enjoying Sarah her, while she was tied up. Yeah, me too. I was enjoying the kidnapping scenes a hell of a lot more than I thought I was going to because when I initially read the spoilers, I was like, really? Of all the people who were going to find this out and we're going to pivot to, this is where we're going? I was like, why? And, and we're going to get to this later, but... I actually, once, I don't. I wasn't too thrilled with the kidnapping scenes, but like the transition when um, Kristen, Sarah, I don't know what to call it, Chris Sarah. Um, I think we're going with Kara. Kara, I, I like, like Chris Sarah. I'm going with that. Anyway, uh, so when she was outside of that door or uh, on the other side and she like did something with her head, I was like, damn, Lindsay, yes. And then I realized I'm like, okay, this is like a few, only a few days and then she's off screen. Like yeah, I don't. Did we know that she was leaving at that point when that scene aired? Yeah, was it after? That was okay. It just aired like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, that was Friday. I want to say. Okay, I think it was ter- Thursday. No, it was I think Thursday, it was this Thursday because mm-hmm. Friday was Friday was. Xander. Yeah, exactly. But those scenes were a testament of because they were funny as hell as well. Just the dialogue of it—that's a testament of. 
she could be a compelling story while also being comedic relief. And they didn't use it. It is like they didn't miss the water until the well ran dry. <laughs> it's like once they realized that she was leaving, they went, okay, let's go fucking balls to the wall. Show them what you can do, Lindsay. And she did. And now it's like, well, damn, now she's leaving. <sighs> Goodness. But I think that's all we have to say on that. I think we're all going to miss Lindsay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to miss her. We've been talking about bold, which leads me into our weekly poll. We haven't done one in a while. Wait, you missed a, you missed a news item. What, what else? Heather Lindell's return as Jan. Oh, yeah. I thought that we were just going to wait on that because that's about two weeks out. But hell, let's No, but... It. It was it was announced in spoilers that she's coming back the week of the 29th. We are going to see Jan. She is going to wake up from her coma and all hell is about to break loose. And I am here for every minute of it. Yeah. I'm um, so excited because on one I hand, think, oh, oh, go ahead. I think Jan is like she's a villain, but she's the type of villain that can be long lasting, in my opinion. As long as they, they don't redeem her. Oh, please, God, no. Who would they put her with if they redeemed her? Please give me Jan and Xander. No redemption, just Jan and Xander. Just (laughs) Jan and Xander, please. Yeah, because there was chemistry there. I I actually enjoyed Xander and... uh, Sorry, Jan. So I was like, hmm, maybe they can can go somewhere with this, but it was a short arc, so... But anyway, now I can see it if she's going to be around long term, which I hope. Because Jan is fun. Jan Britney Spears is fun. She really is. Her so, name is Janet. I know, but Mimi's nickname Miss Spears, for, if you nasty. Mimi's nick, nickname for uh, <laughs> Jan Spears was Jan Britney Spears. Back in the day. Oh, um, I'm, I'm so excited. And I never thought it, it there would come a time when I would be excited to have Jan Spears on my screen. Because eight-year-old me could not stand her. no literally could not stand her but this has been so much fun and like getting to see sean and belt like actually battle together against jan is everything i ever wanted same my thing is i'm sorry no go ahead my thing is on one hand i'm glad she's back on the other i'm pissed that they have her gone so long (laughs) I feel like she would have been a she very... Was mean she was between like 2005 and now or No, I'm November. talking about from the coma until now. That coma should have lasted a month or two. Yeah, but look at all the story they were telling in that time. Where would they have fit Jan in? True, but I also there feel was... like that would have been a great shell story to see. Act absolutely when there's time to tell it and towards the end of the year they did not have to look at what the stories they were telling at that time that was the time that the alley story was really ramping up the the love it or hate it the gwen story was really ramping up they were ramping up to certain places and uh, I, I would have rather them waited until now when they actually have time to devote to the story rather than shoehorning it in and have it not move because we can't see it True, but I do have one story I feel like she would have fit perfectly in. Which the is? Charlie story? If she would have teamed up with Charlie to get Claire. I mean, that would have that would have worked. 
And it would have been interesting to see. But again, so much was happening towards the end of the year that I think had they done it any sooner than now, the Jan story would have been what... The Jan story then would have been what the murder mystery is now. As annoyed and frustrated as we are because the, the Charlie murder mystery story isn't really airing as much as it should be, this would have been that back then. True. You know, I'll give y'all that one. So overall, we're happy to see Jan returning. I'm hoping... It's for the best. Now, on to the weekly poll. I'm going to give you a little backstory on this poll because it came so randomly. I was on my lunch break from work, and as you probably don't know, on my lunch break, I watch soaps or I have thoughts about soaps. And, you know, you guys all know that I've been kind of disenchanted with days as of late. And I was sitting in the drive-thru of Chick-fil-A. I know. It's the South. It was the only place quick enough for me to go get lunch and come back and watch soaps. I'm sorry. I repent of my sin. But as I waited for Melissa Reeves to hand me my diet lemonade and grilled chicken salad, <laughs> I thought I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was waiting for her to hand me my diet lemonade and chicken club. <laughs> Hell, Peter Black was in the back room. But anyway, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> Anyways, I had a thought. Days is my all-time favorite soap, but I have so many others. So I had to ask you guys. Aside from Days, what is your all-time favorite soap? And out of 353 boats. General Hospital took the win. And there, there were so many others. People said Generations, Another World, Texas, Guiding Light, All My Children. So I have to ask you guys, and it's going to lead into another important question. What is your all-time favorite soap aside from days? Who's oh, kicking it off? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Dylan. I was going to say, well, you guys know, like, my day one, day one ride ride or die is general hospital and it's actually like my first legit television memory because like i remember the whole anna devane being kidnapped by the snowman storyline and i had to be like i was young like five six but i remember her wandering around in the snow i remember those dogs barking at her while she was locked up in the cage room jail wherever he had her and it just like it stuck with me and I would watch with my mom and then GH became like my soap when Lucky and Emily came on in the early 90s oh good times yeah it's just it's been my show ever since so like Port Charles and its citizens have just like a really really special place in my heart because that's the show that started like my love affair with this genre and I think for me when I answered the poll I said all my children and one life to live but now that I think about it because this was the first soap that I actually watched on my own I'm gonna say poor Charles 
because mm. it was the it was the first soap that I actually watched on my own away from my mom. My mom and I watched have watched days since basically I was born and we watched Sunset Beach and in another world too. We did not watch Passions because uh, my mother was mad that another world was going off the air in favor of passion. So she boycotted <laughs> it. Uh, so the first soap that I actually remember watching on my own was Poor Charles. And I started around the secret superstition era. And that was just like, it just drew me in. And then from Port Charles, and then I went to all my, I followed Kelly Monaco to General Hospital. And I followed Mike, I followed Michael Easton to One Life to Live. And then because of the baby switch crossover with all my children, that's how I started with all my children. And then I just picked up General Hospital because I was watching the other two soaps. And that was kind of how my soap viewing started. But yeah, it's Port Charles for me. Uh, I picked GH. It was, I think that's my earliest memory of watching soaps, and that's the first one I got into on my own. Um, I I know my aunts and my sisters like watched it, and the earliest memory I have of GH was when it was probably the early two thousands. I was at my aunt's house. So I don't know why I wasn't at school, but I was sitting on my aunt's bed and. Alcazar had Carly in a plane and she was pregnant and he was scared that Sonny was going to kill him if something happened to Carly. I don't remember what was going on, but I, I remember that. And then was she pregnant? She was, was pregnant. She pregnant? I think she was pregnant with Morgan. Okay, and, so that would have been around 2002, 2003. And then um, when I really started watching was 07 during the Metro Court hostage crisis. Ooh, I, good I times. walked in from school and I saw jerry shoot robin and i was like what's going on what's this <laughs> and i just sat down and i've been hooked ever since after that i got into all the others one life all my children and i think gh probably is the earliest memory and i think it's my favorite one life i think was more enjoyable overall it's like i never fell out of love with one life when i started watching i watched from 08 until it went off the air and GH is what about Prospect Park? I watched it. I don't want to talk about it, but I watched yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> don't acknowledge that mess. All my children came in when Jesse and Angie returned. I remember that I remember the promo run for Ooh. their return. With it was like on, you'll never see me again. It was oh on every black radio station. And that's the only reason I knew because my mom got excited. She was like, Oh my God, Jesse and Angie are coming back. I'm like, who are Jesse and Angie? So I went and did some digging. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> and, yeah, I've been hooked ever since. But it's GH started it all for me. Ariette, we know you're not from the U.S., but do you have any all-time favorite U.S. soaps that you would I do. Pick? I most certainly do. Um, so here's the thing. I haven't been watching the other soaps, like, from start to finish, those are, that are canceled and whatnot, but there's one soap that kept re-airing here in Sweden, and it started airing right after day started, and it's Sunset Beach. Okay. Yeah. It is such a good soap. It is underrated, but it's a shame that it was canceled so soon because it continued at least for another 10 years, but... I watched this and days, I think, at the same time. Uh, 
and I loved it. Like it was dramatic, it was messy, it was fun, crazy. Oh, there's so much thing I love about Sunset Beach. I could, I could speak for hours. But yeah, Sunset Beach and days for me. <laughs> well, I have a tie for mine. I hate to be that person. But it's a tie between The Young and the Restless and All My Children. I mean, with The Young and the Restless, we had Mrs. Chancellor, the old boozy alcoholic, <laughs> money and jewels and press-on nails and oh dear God in heaven. Then you had Victor and Nikki. I wasn't watching there, but why in our watches? Remember when Victor was married to Diane Jenkins? Not Jenkins, but Jenkins. And they was on that pl- they was on that plane going on a trip. And Victor found out that Nikki got shot. And he told that pilot, turn this damn thing around. I have to will my sweet baby to live. I said, Oh, <laughs> I love me some Victor and Nikki. Um, their children, you have the Winters family. I just love YR. And all my children, two words, Erica Kane. That's it. That's all. I love me some Erica Kane. When I was little, I said I was going to have a daughter and I was going to name her Erica Kane and she was going to be the baddest bitch in history. <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. You've all picked your favorites. Think of the glory days of those shows that you picked. Would you like to see Days incorporate some of that writing and storyline into what we are seeing today? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, considering my answer was Port Charles, I don't think Port Charles would be the soap that it is without the devil possession. So, um, oh, wow. I, I mean, do you, do you really think that Port Charles would have gone the supernatural route had Days not done the devil possession? No. I mean, no. Sunset Beach was pretty crazy they had supernatural stories i think i mean sunset beach was pretty much day's light i'd say and it, it was another nbc soap so yeah i could see it i, I say yes mainly because with yr i would like i know we ain't got a budget lord knows i don't but we do not have a budget but I would like to see more of the essence of YR. I want to see more parties, more better business line stories. I want to see mm. opulence. You know what I mean? Because Bill Bell used to have fresh cut flowers. I don't think days understand what the word opulence means. Look what they just did to the Kyriakis Mansion. Oh, yeah, that shit is set. Listen, we got downgraded to the baby shit version of the Kyriakis Mansion set to get the Demera Mansion upgraded. I love the Demera Mansion upgrade. That Kyriakis Mansion said it's oof, so I don't know that they understand what the word opulence means. I, I want to see Aunt Maggie. She's already working on folks' nerves, but let's try to upgrade her and make her into Kathleen Transler. Um, As for all my children, I would like to see Allie become this generation's Erica Kane. That I could see. Uh, I, want Ma- I want Maggie to be stinking drunk and I want her to take in some. Uh, that's assuming that Suzanne Rogers comes back to work. Yeah, but I want to see her take in 
some version of Nikki. Somebody off the street will turn her into a <laughs> turn her into a lady who becomes the grand dame of Salem. It should have been Sheila. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Oh my God. If we could have pulled that off and kept T Boss and made her into the grand dame of Salem, I would have been with it. I would have been with it. Dylan, what about you? Do you think, well, I feel like General Hospital and Days. When it comes to glory years, they were kind of similar. Like their glory years and our glory years were about the same. But what do you think? Do you think we should incorporate their glory years into what we are seeing today? Yeah, one of the things that I I think TH did really well was their sweeps. Because like when they had a sweep story, they had a sweeps story. Yes. Like the Port Charles Hotel fire, the black and white ball, the, the, train, the crash. train crash, the monkey so flu. Like you knew it. There was never <laughs> any of this. Is it sweeps? No, you knew it was sweeps and you knew something big was going to happen and someone important was going to die. Like those streets had stakes. And days used to do that because I mean, you had the, you had the Paris plane crash, which I'm pretty sure was sweeps in both 2000 and 2008. Yeah. You had the coronation, which was sweeps. Was the, the cruise babe- of deception sweep, sweeps? No, cruise of deception was summer. That was June to August of ninety. Oh. So that was just summer. Uh, but you had like uh, um, the baby switch climax was May sweeps. Like they used to do big things in in sweeps, but they just don't anymore, but they need to. And also um, the other thing that GH used to do really, really well that I feel like they don't as much anymore and and Days used to do it really well too. And they've kind of fallen off is like showing strong friendships. Yes. Oh my God. They need friendships in Salem so badly. Yeah. So, so badly. Everyone's I don't know, but it's like, yeah, I would like to see like when, you know, Emily and Liz and like the girls used to have ladies night at the bar. Like, I'd love to see a scene like that on days. And we used to get it all the time in the mid nineties with Kristen, Billy and Jennifer. Like they used to do it all the time. Even Hope and Lexi used to have nights out like Bo and Hope and John and Marlena would double date. Yeah. And it's like, we just, we don't get those moments anymore. And I just. I miss them. Yeah, I do. And I feel like they would enhance the things that we do get. Yeah. Well, until I see Maggie Horton taking a chunk (laughs) of cake and throwing it at Bonnie yelling, forgive me, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So now that that's over with, it's time for the weekly recap. And I wrote down the docket, but you know what? I'm looking at it. Screw it. Let's just go bombs to the fucking walls. We're free for a minute. It's gone. Um, <laughs> let's start it off. Where did we begin this week, shall we? Okay, let's just jump into this one. Sierra is back. And she doesn't have her memory. Let's get into it, folks. Shall I start this off? I was going to start it off, but you can if you want. Okay. I'm just going to say this, and then I'm going to let you go. I love Amnesiac Sierra, 
It's like I found the puppy outside. I just wanted to go, mommy, can I keep her? Can I keep her, please, mommy? Tony, you can go ahead. <laughs> I'm actually really excited for this story. I hate the timing of it. Like, I wish we would have had one moment of actual real happiness before we jumped into this. Like, what I wanted was for that her to wake up, them to have a moment of a reunion, and then have some kind of setback and and then when she wakes up, her memory is gone. It just, it feels like we're jumping like from one crisis to the other. So I really wish we kind of had a moment, but since we didn't, I am really excited for where the storyline could go. I th- thought Rob and Victoria did great in their scenes. The parallels to the early part of the cabin days, like when she came, t- when she came to, when she pulled her hand away and she said, oh my God, I know who you are. You're Ben West." in necktie killer that was word for word what what she said to him in the cabin the only thing that was missing was the lighter in ben's hand i yell like i'm yes yes he is i'm i'm excited for this story and i'm excited to see where this goes and to see ben and sierra falling in love all over again i'm really excited for where this could go I do have one little nitpicky thing. One one little one. I'm enjoying the story so far, even though I'm not a Sin fan. I wish, I know Ariette said the same thing. I wish we hadn't have known Sierra was alive. Right. And, then, and then we got this big reveal that she is alive as Ben was going into the little aquarium room and then it exploded. And then we take her back to Salem and she has no memory. Give us Bo when he went to Maison Blanche and John came back with Gina. Oh, that scene was so Uh good. Give us that with amnesia. I know people will be yelling, oh, it's a ripoff, blah, 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 blah. But they're going to do that anyway. That would have been a very good ripoff of what that that would have made this whole revelation that Sierra's alive and she doesn't have her memory 10 times better than what we've getting right now. Not saying that it's bad, but it would be like, oh shit, she's back. You know what I mean? I'm, no, I get what you're saying. I just don't agree because I'm very grateful for the moments that we had with the, the psychic connection and the dreams leading up to this. Because if we didn't have any moments out, granted they won't, weren't real ones but they were you know they were moments in dreams if we didn't have any dream happy moments before jumping into the amnesia coming off of seven months of pure hell no you know what though but you could there was a way that you could have had those if they had played it like ben had we're not sure if ben is right or Mm -hmm. if ben is crazy oh so you're saying that would have you know, rob something to sink his teeth into. That's and- actually where I thought this was going to go. Like, because I, I, bef- before they actually started her story, I always pictured him having dreams of her, kind of like the kind of like the dreams he had um, during the blackout and Christmas. And those dreams were going to be leading him to finding her. I didn't. I mean, I love the psychic connection stuff that we got. Don't get me wrong. I just wasn't expecting it to be. I, I was expecting it to be kind of Dream Sierra leading him to finding her and then revealing that she's alive. So I do, that's kind of what I was expecting. I, I wasn't unhappy with the, 
I wasn't unhappy with what we got, but that was what I was expecting. Can we talk about not just Ben and Sierra in the storyline? Can we talk about all the other characters who were involved in this? Theo, Kayla, Sean, Belle. Yes. I don't think Theo has gotten Claire. really involved yet, but next week. It's, from what we saw, he was pretty into it. Um, can I, I mean, just he was say, there as support for for Claire, but yeah, it's, but it's, starting it's, next week. I'm a bit concerned about the storyline. Wait, 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 wait. We'll get to that on the promo portion because I, I have some things to say about that. Fine. But, um, but Amnesia, Sarah, uh, Sarah, sorry, Sierra. <laughs> I'm actually liking her right now. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I'm not like. <laughs> Okay, maybe like is this like I don't you're intrigued by you're intrigued by the story. Uh, or what it could what it could be. You're consciously optimistic? Maybe Maybe. might be a better term. uh, (laughs) Listen, Sierra still has her like obnoxious tendencies, but she's not bad, bad, bad. So I'm like, yeah, it could be good if they tap into like Sierra's trauma. Like all of what she's experienced for well, four years when she remembers. That. Yeah, that's the thing. It's going to be kind of hard for them to tap into yeah, trauma that she true. doesn't know about. The the I think the trauma they could because I feel like they're and they still kinda... bypassing it, and and Ben came Ben came off as really uh I I felt like he should have been more supportive. And understanding because I think he was just shocked. He wasn't expecting it. I mean, remember, this is like this is the next like this is all still either that same night or the next day. He just saved her. He's just spent seven months without her. He was expecting to have this big, epic, lovely reunion. We saw the reunion he was picturing in his dream. And then she wakes up and is completely terrified of him. He was thrown confused, doesn't understand anything that's happening. I understood the moments and his he instinct it, but was I to felt like he's once he like understood that Sierra is not remembering him correctly should have been like just giving her some space because the way he's going to come off and I'm we're going to talk about it during the promo section he's going to come off as Z- sunny in 2018 that's Oh I totally don't agree because he doesn't want to pressure her he specifically said that in the promo I know he that- did but that's not what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to come off the exact same way. I I'm don't think so at all. Because he's, as hard as it is, he's respecting the boundary and we'll not see. seeing. I, 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 but right I now, based on what's airing, he's not acting like Sonny. If this were Sonny, Sonny would have said, fuck you and fuck what you want and been in that room trying to get to him if if Sierra were Will because we saw that. He didn't respect Will's boundaries. As hard as it is for Ben and we're seeing it's very hard because he wants to be with his wife and he, he wants to protect her and he wants to be there to support her. Every instinct inside of him is saying, I have to be there for my wife, but he's still managing to respect the boundary. But he's not leaving the hospital because he has to make sure that she's okay. But He's also not forcing himself on her either. We'll see. Sonny would have. Ben isn't. I'm not sure it's going to stick to that, like, for the long haul. We'll see. But 
the the sense I'm getting right now is him being too clingy. I thought Claire was the opposite, but we'll see what happens. I'm cautious about it. I, I just want to point out that these scenes with this storyline had me mewing and moaning like Brooke Logan. Oh my, I, I loved it. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not even a sin fan. I was loving it when Sierra was saying, oh, you sick, sick son of a bitch. And I'm like, yes, cuss him out. Cuss well, that's him because out you now. hate him. You don't like Ben, so you're enjoying it. That makes yes, sense. Yes, cuss him out. And then they have Theo and Claire outside. She's like, what happened to your relationship? And he was like, well, she's smart. She's funny. But she just, and Claire's like, she just wasn't Sierra. I almost threw my draws at the damn screen. I was so happy. I was like, yes. Take <laughs> yeah, but me see, there. I don't I don't actually think it was because of Sierra. I actually think it was because of Claire. Yeah, I think she interrupted him. It's not because of Sierra. I don't Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was because Lies. of Sierra at all. The the vibes, the no, no. Let me let me, let, like let me listen. You, you want Sierra as a couple. You want the hero and Sierra, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> die on that hill but here is what what i actually think the interpretation of that scene how that played for hey, me what scene are we she, talking about claire and theo oh, when they yeah. when on monday when they when they were playing catch up and she he told her that he had broken up with his girlfriend and claire had jumped to the assumption that it was because of sierra I had thought that it was because of Claire. He Me just too. didn't correct her. Same but I understand. But I understand why Claire jumped to the conclusion that she she did because the entire reason that Claire and Theo broke up was because of Sierra, and not because he still had feelings for Sierra, but because of what she did with the Bella contest. I so, am calling days of our lives on that one because y'all didn't see his face when she said because of Sierra. And, every straight man you didn't has see made. The way he, Nope, let me finish. Every straight man has made that face when somebody brings up somebody that you used to really, really have feelings for, but it never fell through. You still have a tiny tinge of feeling there for that person. And when they bring it up, you're like, oh, shit. Or, mm-hmm. or you like, mm. It's a, I'm telling you, it's about Claire. That face was, oh, crap. She thinks it's Sierra. Better she thinks it's Sierra than it actually be about her. They played it ambiguously, in my opinion, because we weren't yeah, sure what or. we weren't sure what Theo was thinking. Claire made the assumption and he never corrected her. So we don't he sipped that coffee. He <laughs> sipped that coffee like, oh, I wish I had that thing. Lord, then the way he held her hand, like, I don't know, something just it. it Reads is Claire. It reads is Claire to me because I feel like the reason that he broke up with his girlfriend was because of Claire. Because I think Theo might have mentioned the kiss, and his girlfriend might have freaked out, and that's why they broke up. That's not impossible. I mean, maybe I guess child. That could be why they broke up, but that doesn't mean he still has feelings for Claire either. You still think Chanel is his ex? I think so. I might take a little bit to reveal it, but I think so. I don't. I don't want it to be that way, but I feel like it's going that way. So they have rather had uh, Theo, Claire, and Chanel triangle, oh. but 
Yes, Michael. <laughs> yes. You're not going to argue me on this. I'll change the channel for I watch that bullshit. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> but what I'm sensing now, oh, I'm sensing a quadrangle, whatever it's called, with Theo, Sierra, Claire, and Ben. That's where. See, I don't. I don't think we're heading in the in the quad I, direction. I think that Sierra might but it's still a quad. If Sierra might be drawn to Theo and Claire but I don't think for the, support, I, I, like it could play as a quadrangle story until she remembers. I don't know. I'm gonna be interested to see where it goes. Theo is gonna be I don't I don't think Theo and and Sierra are going to go. I don't I I know people have seen the spoilers. I know Michael wanted to save it, but we might as well just bring it up now. Um I know people have seen the spoilers and are kind of running with the idea that Theo and Sierra are going to be yes. a friend while she has amnesia, but but I no, don't think so. We don't know. We it could happen, it, it could not like It could happen. But I honestly don't think so because that's not who Theo is. Theo would not take advantage of Sierra like that. Especially given Sierra isn't. But this is Ron. Exactly. This is Ron writing. That's all I know is I want Theo throwing it everywhere. I'm really worried. (laughs) Yeah, but he could sacrifice Theo for this. I would hope. I would hope that he wouldn't. But Michael, if you honestly wanted Theo and Sierra, you wouldn't want it for. You wouldn't want it like this. Not this. Because this would. This would ruin them. Yeah. To y'all. But no, 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 it a hundred percent would ruin them because she's already been violated once before. When exactly. she comes to and realizes that Theo, her best friend, it knew would be she was in her she right had zero memory at all. But I'm curious. No, no, did no, you guys, no, I, no. I just want to ask. No, no, did you guys no, feel no. the same way when? Um, I know he didn't experience that. Well, that is. But did you feel like? Will no. Will was being violated violated by Paul by Paul no. because he didn't no, have I a didn't. memory. No, because okay, so it was different difference? because Will and Sonny weren't Will and Sonny weren't together when Will died. I right. know, Will but I mean, I, I don't talk about. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking no. about uh, Paul being together with someone who has no memory. I would say no, strictly because so did, did Billy violate Bo because he was with Hope. I mean, based on what y'all are saying. Yeah, but he believed that Hope the thing was is, dead. if Sierra had her memories, she would she, not go there. And Theo knows this. Exactly, at all. And Theo knows that. And because of Sierra's history, it's be it's basically like being violated all over again. And their friendship would not survive that. I feel like y'all personally... It would be different if... No, I, I, I would not... If Sierra... Is, you're... I, Mind the I I would be all for Theo and Sierra. I don't want it like this. I don't either. That would be taint. That no, no. I don't no. want it like this either. And but I'm completely against Theo and Sierra for like different reasons. Clear reason. Boo. And also, <laughs> I don't want Theo thrown under the bus for sin. I just don't. I'm Listen, not interested you. in that. I, I just want Theo throwing it around. He can throw it around. Let him throw it around to people who are mentally there to catch it. I, I exactly. Mean, I mean, like, give, give it to Allie. Allie, Claire, Chanel, they're all on canvas. Why, okay, does, he have to be, why does he have to be stuck in this? 
let's just see. Okay, look, look, let's just see how it plays out. Exactly. Neil and, and Sierra have history, and, so obviously she's going to be drawn to him, but I don't think Neil's right. going to go there. And, I hope not, but I, I don't, don't think trust Ron. Go there I don't and trust Ron right now either, and I'm scared. I don't. Me too. I would That's hope after I'm all that blowback. We don't know because he's had characters. Allie. Sorry, Dylan. Go no, ahead. I was gonna say I would hope after all that blowback with Abby and Stefan, Ron would have a clue by now, and not the way by that cross that line. The way they can do it right now is if Sierra initiates something and Theo stops it. Even though he wants to, he won't go there because she doesn't remember. Right. And they can revisit it after it. she gets she after she gets her memory back, and maybe she just can't shake the feeling that maybe she should. I don't want her to get her memory back. She well, look, then, then she, she can't be with gonna, anybody. She's else. gonna get her. <laughs> she's gonna get her memory back, and you just have to accept that and move on. But what if she never gets her memory back and falls in love? Like, let's say they're gonna end up but together, back together. But, but that's not how. But that's not yeah, how this storyline is going to play Morgan out. Because if they were gonna, if they were gonna do a Jason Morgan, they would have completely wiped her out to zero and started over. What? I, my thing is with amnesia storylines. I hate them. You, you don't have to get your memory back to start life out. John is a perfect example of this. Jason Morgan, as much as I want Jason Quartermain back is an example of you can have a full life after not regaining your memory back. Right, but both time. of those people have had their full memories wiped out. They remembered nothing from the moment in, in, in Jason's case when he woke up from the coma, in John's case when he got to town. He remembered nothing. But Sierra, I, I had, as, Sierra has her as, entire life has up, up to June two. of 2018. Yeah. So I, it's different. As we're getting Sierra Brady back and not Sierra Weston. Yeah, I, I, I'm appreciative of that because Sierra Brady is more is be, far more better than Sierra Brady Weston. That's that's one of the good things. No, nah, it I, ain't Sierra Brady Weston. It's Sierra Weston. She chose yeah. that life. She gonna, she chose but, that life. She's gonna take that name full out. Ain't no maiden name. I hope, like for <laughs> Sierra. If we're gonna do this storyline and all of this mess, like I've been saying for weeks now, if they're gonna do it, I hope it amounts to something for Sierra individually, because otherwise, this is just a waste of time. Yeah, but it, we didn't talk about this when Julie found—I cannot say her name—Julie found out that Sierra was alive. Susan C. I loved that scene with her I and Jack. Those scenes. They I were cute. think how no, that was amazing. I, I, I remember feeling my... like it was a weird way for Julie to find out. Like yeah, I'm did. surprised Claire didn't call her. I don't recall. Did you find that in the news? Right? Okay, Jack, Jack found, found out, out from Jack found out from his people at the Spectator, and then Jack told Julie. But in that same episode or the episode prior, we had seen Claire on the phone with Grandpa. We didn't know if. It was John or Victor because they didn't specify. Right, right. I think it was Victor. Wait, it, it was probably Victor because she had been talking to him before. But but I'm not gonna so lie. I just... Go, Go ahead. ahead, Tony. Oh, okay. Um, no, I was gonna say I, I was just surprised if... that Claire didn't call her. I wonder if Claire was calling John. Did... No, she was on the phone with Victor. But I'm thinking like the because ben then Marlena, Marlena was on the phone, and then Marlena was on the phone with John. On Tuesday, so I don't know. 
It was so Victor. It <laughs> I, I looked at it as it was Victor because I looked okay. at it as Marlena already knew. Marlena was True. in the hospital with John. John is still in the hospital. So I'm sure. But he wasn't. No, John's home. John's home? Okay. Well, John's home. That, that scene here's was thing, cut, Marlena. but he was home. Okay. So here's the thing. If Marlena was at the hospital, I'm sure she left home telling John, Sierra is alive. I need to go check on Ben. That's how I looked at it. I, I figured since Marlena knew, John already knew. So it had to be Victor that Claire was on the phone with. Yeah, because then I think then that Tuesday before Mar- Marlena and Belle had their scenes, Marlena was on the phone with John giving John an update. So I, I do think that Claire was on the phone with Victor, but I, I did like Julie finding out that Sierra was alive. I loved the scenes with Sean and Sierra. Those were, Those so were really nice. But I'm going to talk about this before we move on. Um, with the Julie scenes, I got kind of scared because it was reminiscent of when Alice was returning home to tell Tom that Gina was Hope. And Alice walked upstairs and Tom was dead. So I, I was kind of scared that Julie was going to run upstairs and try to tell Doug and Doug was in bed. Dead. We see Doug next. We see Doug for the christening, so Doug yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah. Doug but, is the. Yeah, but and, you know me, I'm not a big spoiler reader, so I was no. kind of scared. Yeah, like, oh shit, shit. <laughs> Doug is dead. Oh, hell they're not. Unless, unless they Bill Hayes retires, they're not going to kill off Doug. Look, look I got scared. I'm not going to lie. Doug is the best part of Julie currently. Yeah. Very true. True. And I do think that um because Doug and Julie are also supposed to see Sierra. I'm not sure if it's this coming week or the week of the 29th, but they are supposed to see her. So I'm wondering if Sierra is going to be living at the Horton house when she gets out of the hospital. Most likely. Because she can't because she can't go home with Belle and Sean because Claire is there. So that's that's oh, yeah. a non-starter. Even though that would be funny. The loss <laughs> they would never happen. <laughs> the Overall. loss doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. So I, my my money is either my money is either on the Horton House or the Kiriakis Mansion, and for my eyes alone, I hope it's the Horton House because my God, the less I have to look at that new Kiriakis Mansion, the better. But overall, I was scared of those scenes because the whole time I was thinking, I was like, "Oh God, they're gonna have a funeral, and Julie Deer is gonna start playing, and I'm just going to lose my shit. I've lost too much this year, y'all. And and I'm not gonna say it. You, but I lost too much. Been, if you had. If you had mentioned those fears in the group chat while you were watching, we would have told you it would have been fine because we would have we had spoilers at that point that Doug was going to be seen. But y'all, I, I'm not gonna lie, cause it was Tony. You saw those scenes. Can you not see the similarities between? No, the- I, I I did, and I figured we haven't been seeing as much of Doug lately because Bill Hayes is in his 90s and because COVID. Um, but yeah, I can see why you got scared. If you've ever I seen those parallels, till you just mentioned um, it now. By but, the way, Doug yeah. and Julie um, share scenes with Sierra next week. Okay, good. Because if, okay. if you've ever seen those scenes, how excited Alice was to go upstairs to tell Hope, tell Tom that Hope was alive. Oh. And when she came downstairs, and then she comes. Oh. oh. She was crushed. Oh, and I already knew he was oh, dead God. at that point, but I boo who Me too. Oh, Me too. Me too. I was and like, oh, Mickey no. and Maggie were there and they both just broke apart. I said, oh my God. 
It was awful. Oh. But now it's time. It was move. so good, but so sad. Let's move on to the next story, you guys. Sammy confesses to Lucas that she didn't kill Charlie. He was already dead when she got there, which we already knew. But now I the need Lumi. Yeah. Can, can I, I need just, Lumi. I need Lumi. I need Lumi. Can I just say this before we start? The story made sense, sense of what Sammy was saying. But my thing was, you walked into an apartment. And the way that the window was lighting, revealing Charlie's body, that should have been the first damn thing you saw. So I was kind of confused as to but, but given her headspace, because if, if you listen to the narration and watch her face when she walked into that apartment, the minute she walked into that apartment, it was like everything hit her and she got taken back to what happened with Alan and she wasn't thinking in that moment she was just terrified that Charlie was going to do to her what he did to Allie and what Alan did to her because she realized it it made sense but to me as a logical thinking person I know me the first thing I would have thought like oh shit there's a dead body yes but you're (laughs) you are a logical you are a logical thinking person Sammy in that moment was not a logical thinking person Sammy in that moment was taken back to a time when she was violated and she was it it, it triggered her so she wasn't thinking but my thing and it wasn't it wasn't until she got past the fear and and let the anger come back that she started thinking and then she saw Charlie yes but my thing is it took me out of it a little bit but y'all told me before I see too I try to think too logical on this show so my thing was I was like why didn't they just put Charlie in a revolving chair and when Sammy went and turned the chair around he was sitting there dead that would have been that would have been that would have been good but all but you know I think the way they played it and the beats, oh, and I have to give you know, shout out to what Allison I Sweeney. would have liked to Be- see instead? Remember uh, when they found Damus dead and the body fell on on, <laughs> on Gabby? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Listen, that would have been so hilarious. But can we talk about how those scenes Sorry. I'm just getting a mental picture here. Um, can we talk about how good those scenes were? Like Allie, she's oh, so good. Ooh. Like literally, you could hear the narration going, but you could see every emotion on her face. Yes, and you know, and it, it was two. It was done at two separate times because, like, you know that they they always do the narration stuff like right. later, and then just to kind of overlay it with the flashbacks. But she was able to match it perfectly. Like Allison Sweeney is a amazing and now i understand what mike manning said when he because like one of his interviews i think it might have been the last time he was on dish and days um he said like he was completely mesmerized by watching her and like i i get i get it now because he's literally laying there like a dead body literally watching her do all of do all of this emotional work and I was just like I was amazed and I was all in my loomy feels because Lucas is like listen you can tell me whatever like it was basically I'm your ride or die tell me what's going on my, my and he question, would not leave go ahead my question is Tony Dylan y'all might know um when Sammy shot Alan 
did she shoot it clean off or what like what no. was the situation there i i haven't actually gotten there yet i'm a couple months shy because I haven't picked up my binge in a minute. But from what I have seen in clips, I think she just uh, uh, I do not think she shot it off. I just think she mortally wounded him in that area. And to the point where it's not there anymore? To the point where I do not think he can have children. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then because I was I was thinking maybe this story could go somewhere. But... Were you thinking that he could possibly be Alan's son? Charlie? Yes. Well. We already know. Um, well, they mentioned um, well, we, Slim's father already. Charlie. Yes, they but, did. Jimmy something. But that doesn't mean it's not a fake name. Believe me, so, I actually I actually did think that at one point. Because once we knew Charlie was the rapist, like, although Alan was very smarmy from the beginning, he didn't really do the whole, like, nerd to, to um, good guy thing but once he went full-on creepy he was giving me alan harris vibes i'm not gonna lie because i was thinking okay but alan was full-on creepy from the moment not only is alan's charlie's father he's hennessy's grandfather do you know the possibilities of story we could get from that yeah well we also know that days isn't going to do that because days have the opportunity to but go down that right there Exactly. They had the opportunity to go down that road when they accused Trip and they didn't do it. Because Jack 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 has history. Duke has history. And and then Trip was accused of the same crime and they didn't even play on that. Yeah. But my my thing would have been that could have been a pusher of Lumi if Alan came back to town. It was like, you bitch. You shot me in the dick, and now you've killed my son, and I want your head. Oh, that that actually would have been really good story because Lucas was always very protective, protective. of Sammy mm-hmm. when it came when it came to Alan because she he was the first person she told what happened to, and then he was always very very protective of her. I think that's what and led just, for them was, to have sex anyway. Now that I think about it, because they were talking about the Allen thing, and Sammy was like, I've never had a man to actually love me, and I'm chasing after Austin, blah, blah, blah. And Lucas was like, I'm standing right here, Sammy. I haven't left your side. And then they fall to the floor and start having sex. I, like, I need Lucas and Sammy so badly, like, so badly. I would have been fine, like I said before she came back, that I would have been fine with Rafe and Sammy too if they went there. But after the way that Rafe has been talking to her this entire time, nah, fuck Rafe forever. Also, fuck Rafe forever because Rafe is purposely keeping Allie away from Sammy. And that is not his place. Well, fuck well, well, him. Let's go here then. <laughs> Since we're talking about Rafe, let's go on to what's going on in his house. Gabby basically gave Ava notice. <laughs> like, you move out or I'm getting the fuck out. Something's got to give. And, then, and where the fuck does Trip come off uh, yelling at Gabby in her own fucking house? Why do people think they can yell at Gabby and tell Gabby what, the, what exactly what the fuck to do in her own house? Lonnie did it at one point too. Like when Lonnie walked in on Stefan, Stefan and Gabby a couple years ago, like people always think they can tell Gabby what to do in her own house. And it's like, like step off. And Abby made a good point when Ava was like, "Um, your name isn't on the deed." 
bitch, I grew up here. <laughs> but she didn't. Right? Like, and she moved. Didn't she move to Salem when she was a teen? Yeah, but no, she moved they, to Salem High. They, they grew up in she Salem. Grew they up grew up. I don't, grew up I don't okay, know. Okay. I don't, it was a while. I don't remember. But no, was. even if she moved back, if we're going off RES here, she went to Salem High. She literally grew up in that house that they're living in now. That's her house. That yeah, sense, I do. Though. I do think because she didn't. That's like if somebody came but into she... my parents' home. We've been living here since I was three years old, and somebody was like, "Well, you can't tell me what to do. This isn't your house. Your name is on the deed." Bitch, I took my first few steps. I went to school all my life in this house. This house has my name in it in weight, not in. That ownership. house was Maggie's house, like back in 2010, and Gabby was on. Right, but that's that—that's just the same set. But right, I know it's not Maggie's house. They're it's... Saying, <laughs> right, it, it's not Maggie. It's not like Ray bought the house for Maggie. No, I no, no. That, I get it, they, but uh, it's I don't think that the Hernandez are from Salem. I don't think that um that is that one line is accurate, even if it is. Isn't supposed to be the same same set. Set. I don't think it's accurate for Gabby, but she was completely right about what she was saying. This is not Ava's house. Like Gabby and Trip has there. no right to to oh. tell her. And Trip Trip has known his mother for all of five minutes. Yeah, I don't need him to step all the it's way. It's giving like, me delusion. He needs to just back the fuck up. But my, my issue he needs is to back the fuck up. It's just the fact that you had the nerve to say this. You know, came into my home that I was basically raised in, <laughs> ate the there. last of my fucking bagel, took all the hot water, and then you're going to tell me what you're not going to do in my house? I would have took that heifer from the front door to the damn back door. You was going to get out one way or another. Do, do it like Uncle Phil, Phil did on Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I, boy, I would have carried both of their asses out one way. We would have right. been some fighting souls that day. Especially when she's like, your name ain't on the deed. I would have slapped five from her. <laughs> now, I mean, isn't Ava rich? Okay, no. Apparently not, she gave up she her gave blood up money. Her money which was yeah, stupid. she cut, she yeah, was because true. of what Trip said to her. And she Tripp's cut ties stupid. with Angela. So, well, duh, but right. I mean, he's Steve Johnson's son. Hello. But no, my thing but, is, I guess you don't want her to be in the mob, but for her to give up money to the point where we don't have anywhere to live, I would have cussed her. Like, you dumb but cow, he, why would you do he, he didn't know that until after. So now, but this this gives Ava more reason to stay at Rafe. Yeah, I guess they had to come up, they had to come up with another reason since. Her reason is now dead. I, I would have been like, I told you to give up dirty that. deeds, not leave us home. <laughs> oh, well, he did, he, we did, <laughs> he did say he didn't want her touching any of the mob money. So he was stupid. And he a fool. Because where the hell are we going to stay now? Well, we can't even go to the damn Salem Inn. Well, we ain't got no money. He can, he can go live with Stephen Kayla. It doesn't matter for him. He has. I would have been pissed. I don't care. <laughs> this, I, I agree with you, Michael. I think this hurts the story I, between I the two. You tell. call Angelo right damn now and get all <laughs> that coin back. I think this hurts the story that they're trying to tell with Rafe and Ava now because what's the conflict now? 
like Ray falling in love with a bad girl is great if she's actually if she's yeah, actually it, still living that life. It's now you you're you defamed Ava and now you're gonna put her with Rafe. What's the point now? But did they defang Ava? Because she's still hiding something from the night that Charlie died. Because like Gabby said, she saw she saw Ava sneaking out that night. So obviously she, she's still hiding something. Okay, she so doesn't you, need you killed money to she could have still been rich at the very least. Like she doesn't have to be doing she doesn't have to be doing bad things in the mob, but she can at least still be benefiting from it. If this was the nineties, they would have had her stand at the Horton House of Pregnancies. <laughs> oh God, yeah, when they had the Horton Center going out. Oh Lord. I no. hate that they had all them poor people in the Horton House. It made like no they, sense. It made like they didn't have no money sense. to build a whole new everything. The Hortons were rich. I just didn't understand had damn Alice Horton cooking and, and donuts how, with dope dealers. And how Tom was totally fine with it. Like, really? It, it just didn't make sense. They was cooking crap and putting it in the damn donuts. I don't understand. Anyway, we're not even talking about that. I get mad every time I think about it. They had Alice Horton rubbing elbows with the local wino. Well, I mean, she rubbed I elbows mean, with Maggie. her daughter-in-law was also <laughs> a local wino. Hell, and no, it's a difference between a drunk and a wine. Oh, a drunk <laughs> drinks their nice Pinot Grigio and their vodka. A wine no drinks Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and Wild Irish Rose. Oh, please! Her, her son was a rapist. She's seen worse. Yeah, yeah you got a point there. But well, you know they rewrote that. Bill ravaged Laura in that office. Ravaged, raped, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> JJ was, was just waking, making weed brownies in that kitchen. They're fine. She, <laughs> and I still think they should have whooped his ass that damn day. <laughs> After they came down, of course. Boy, if my mama would have found out the belt would have been the next storyline. Oh my God, this podcast is insane. We are going that's, every which way. That's still the best version of JJ. I don't care what anybody says. Crackhead JJ was, was amazing. Matt, <laughs> when he was having Perkins calling sex with Teresa, even though they never slept with each other. <laughs> anyway, where are we finna go now? We done went <laughs> We done went all around the world. Um, let's let's go to Allie. Since we're we're kind of touching on the Charlie of it all. Uh let's go to Allie and we come we realize that Allie took Kate's gun that night because it has come out that Kate, that Kate's gun was the gun that killed Charlie. Okay. The shot that Sammy shot. She's a dumbass. Was postmortem <laughs> and was already and Sam and Charlie was already dead when she shot that gun. But I don't understand why she did that because now it looks like you're guilty, you fool. Like, but yeah, why Sammy did it because that's a Sammy thing to do. Like I just wanted to do it. That's totally a Sammy I didn't get the thing chance to do. To do it. I'm honestly, gonna do it now. <laughs> exactly. But my issue. Exactly. It, so it's not really an issue. But my thing is, stop I know thinking logically. Is. Stop thinking logically. Just stop. I, I know what this. Just enjoy this story the show line. <laughs> I know where this storyline is going to go. They're going to pull a Bianca Montgomery where Allie killed Charlie and everybody in town. Nah, I, don't, I don't think it was Allie because we have, because we, we know that Kate's gun was the murder weapon. We know that Allie took Kate's gun. That, 
That does not mean that Allie was the one who shot the gun. On Monday, this coming Monday, we are going to see a flashback to what happened with Allie and Charlie the night that Charlie was murdered. I do think she w- went there with the intention to do to do to Charlie what she was planning on doing to Trip. However, I think that she, for whatever reason, can't go through with it, drops the gun and leaves, and that somebody else comes in and kills him. Now, I don't think that she killed him, but I do think she saw something as she was leaving and she might know somebody else that was there because she's acting very, very guilty. Yeah. As, yes. And like she said to like she said to Claire, I would never let my mom take the fall if it was if I had actually done it. But I think maybe she saw John that night. Maybe she saw Trip that night. She saw something and she's protecting the person that she saw. I, I don't want to believe. Be- I don't want to believe that she would protect Trip over her mother. I think no, it's I John. Think, I think it's John. It's John too. I think um, I'm it could be John. I'm, Cur- I'm curious. Like, I've been wondering can Sammy be pros- prosecuted for shooting, um, sorry, Charlie, even if. If he was dead, yes, no. I think he I can. Just, no, he was dead. I, already. He's shooting, yeah, it's, but it's, it's shooting like desecration of a it's corpse, desecration of a corpse. Like yeah, but I don't think that's it. Is is I that thought a, that was only when like I'm thinking, they were what if that like he wasn't well dead dead? It's not going to matter because she's going to confess. So yeah, so thinks, they can prosecute her now with the confession. Please, yeah. But do I you think, guys think so Allie gonna... and Sammy saw uh, saw someone? Possibly. No, well, Sammy, no Sammy didn't see didn't anything. Sammy, Sammy didn't see anyone. Sammy didn't see anything. By the by, the time Sammy came in, Sammy was already Charlie was already dead. I think Allie saw John because we know John heard the shot that killed him. So, I think Sammy's trying... just working off the assumption that it was Allie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she be- because, she's basically because... assuming. Because I'm trying to think, like, yeah, the the main person she would protect would be Allie. Yeah, because Sammy said in the timeline of events that like she she was still in shock. So when Ray found her that day, she had only just gotten there, maybe a half hour, twenty minutes prior. Okay. So this the, he was already dead, probably for a couple of hours at that point. So the shot that John heard is the shot that killed him. And I think Allie might have seen John as she was leaving that night. But on Sam, on the way to the police station, Sammy said that she started thinking, well, I know it wasn't me. So if it wasn't me, who else would they zero in on? And that's when she started formulating her plan to not say much of anything because she knew that as long as they were focused on her, they wouldn't be focused on Allie. No, I, I'm I'm agreeing with that theory because if Charlie had been dead, it's for not long, a, it's not a theory. It's literally what was said in dialogue. Yeah, if Charlie had been dead for long, Sammy wouldn't have been in there thinking and all that shit. If she would smell the dead body that's been there for hours. <laughs> that, I mean, this this is literally the timeline. This is literally the timeline of events that was in dialogue in those scenes with Lucas and Sammy on Tuesday. Sam would have so, been like, it's I not smelled. a theory. I'm pulling out of thin air. Sam would have been like, I ain't smelled nothing but, like this since I walked in that tight and boardroom. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, ew. <laughs> ew. You well, Marlena, Marlena Michael, told me to no. tell you she's not funky. She's not funky. No. 
She she gonna be like either somebody has some good dust up in here or somebody dead. <laughs> Listen. Good sex smells like a dead body. That might be a whole other problem. I'm just saying. Lord, I talk mercy. to your doctor if that's the case. Speaking of oh. Marlena's gussy. We didn't talk this about this. This might be the craziest podcast ever. <laughs> we didn't talk about her and Ben. You know, she carried her dish over there to that chapel, the comfort band. We didn't talk about that. Would y'all like I, to? Should we move on? <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy those scenes with Marlena and Ben. I know that some people got, I, I understand the frustration that she's not with her family when she should be, but I really do enjoy the dynamic between Marlena and Ben because for Ben, there are only two people in the world that he feels safe to be vulnerable with and one is Sierra and the other is Marlena and so I I enjoyed those scenes I thought Rob was amazing in those scenes I thought Rob and Deidre both were amazing in those scenes I felt those scenes on Monday the coughing I I really wish they had given Ben a different ailment because the coughing is just kind of freaking me out a little bit but well, other the than current that, time. Because <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh, exactly. Lord, man, like, I, I actually enjoy Ben with Marlena, like, their scenes, but it's not that she isn't worried about her family. We've, we've heard it in dialogue. We've seen it. But I feel like at this point, it it's a bit overkill. But I don't... I, I, I don't dislike their dynamic but I also feel like there's two sides of things with fans like some take it to extreme and call it yeah the the whole mama mother the whole whole mama mar thing no I don't don't it's too much and then then there's some people saying like all she does is be like his mentor or or whatever and that's not either the case and that's but I'm like that's not true either no, it isn't. But I, at this point, I feel like Ben, yeah, sure, she's like, she's a psychiatrist, she's helping him. But at this point, Ben they needs some friends. And I'm kind of glad. I don't know. Not glad, but like he has Jake now. So, and we're going to see. Yeah, I'm excited week. for that because my God, I need Jake away from Kate. But that's a story for that's another, another time. discussion. But can we? Wait, can I, I say can we talk fast? about the bell? Go ahead. Real fast. I love the Ben and Marlena scenes and it made a lot of sense. But I have one little issue. If she carried oh God, her dust, we go. If she carried her good dusty over Stop there to saying the chapel, that, <laughs> Well, first off, I'm going to say it because Marlena's dusty is the best character in Days of Our Lives history. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Stefano didn't even get a whiff of that dust and he was stuck. Anyway. I, I, I know exactly where you're going with this, I think. If she carried oh, her go good dusty over there to that hospital chapel to console being there, why couldn't she carry that good dusty over to her best friend's funeral? And that's all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> you can't episode without you mentioning that. I, I'm not going to say her name. I'm trying to stop. Every time I say her name, I just, oh, she was murdered. Next segment. 
Anyway, I'm I, I'm I'm pivoting away from this, and we are switching to the Marlena and Bell scene. Since we are talking about Marlena, I really this. enjoyed the Marlena, uh, the Marlena and Bell scene. I'm ignoring you now, um, and. It was nice because so many people on Twitter who are pro Sammy to the exclusion of logic and reason, whenever Marlena discusses Sammy, they always jump to the assumption that Marlena is not going to be on Sammy's side. And it was very clear that she was on Sammy's side. It was also very clear that she knew her daughter and she knew there was more to the story. So I love the fact that Marlena knows Sammy well enough to know that she's up to something and knows her well enough to know that she didn't actually do this because it doesn't make sense. I love the fact that- But she also- Go ahead. I like the fact that they're playing Belle as I'm pissed as hell at Sammy, but that's still my sister. I still love her and I do not want her to go to prison. Exactly. It carries they, yeah, over. Exactly. I was so glad she said that. It carries over so Kristen's bail to Martha's bail. Because if you remember when Martha came in, that's when Sammy and Belle became real adversarial. And yeah. And I would even love say and more so under Ron. Yes. Yeah. You didn't see that loving relationship. So you didn't see that loving relationship often between them. But having Martha say that, I feel like now we finally connected from Kristen's bail to Martha's bail. And now we have bail fully, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it, it, it does make sense. And, you know, and and Belle tried to help her, but Sammy being Sammy wasn't helping herself. And Belle isn't going to help somebody who can't help themselves, but she doesn't, you know, just because she's pissed at her doesn't mean she wants her sister to go to jail. And I was so glad that she said that because I know that there are a lot of people that I've seen in my timeline who didn't think Sammy had a right, uh, Belle had a right to be pissed at Sammy and thought Belle was in the wrong for leaving her in the lurch. So they said, so I'm, I'm glad they, they addressed it. Watching. I'm glad. Oh, they were watching. They were just watching it Different. creatively. Because here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. Although Sammy had her beef with John, Sammy loved Belle. I mean, they loved each other. They just had their beef and their drunkers yeah. with each other. Because because even when Sammy kidnapped Belle when Belle was a baby, you could see that she loved Belle when she was taking care of Belle. And she made sure that Belle was going to a good family. That was her only stipulation when she was selling her on the black market. I, I mean, Sammy has a good relationship with Brady. Sammy had, once she finally sat down and realized that John and Marlena were going to be reg together regardless, she took Belle and Brady into her fold. Those became her siblings as well. It's just she kept, yeah. she kept doing shitty things <laughs> to them. I mean, she did shitty things to Eric, and that's her damn twin. So, yeah. I mean, she's never really done anything to Brady. Brady always called her on her shit, though, but she's never really done anything to Brady. The thing is, I think she knows Brady might put a foot in his in her ass. That's why. Well, that it's true. What I say, shitty things to Brady. It is the whole family dynamic of doing shitty things to Brady, and I wouldn't say shitty. It's just the fact that they always question Brady's choice in women, which, granted, makes sense. 
But my God, it's like sometimes you just gotta be like, well, he likes what he likes. But I'm yeah, Brandon, yeah. Now, now that I feel like everybody should have put a foot in his ass, but they didn't. They had more smoke for um, what Nicole. was that girl? Nicole. But who was that girl? He was um, married to well, getting married to during the day disaster, and then she died. Madison. Madison. Had, yeah, they had smoke for Madison, and I'm like, okay, now you're just nitpicking because sometimes they would have smoke for Chloe. They will have smoke for anyone that Brady was laying pipe to. And I'm like, now you're just questioning everything that man does. Speaking of Brady and Chloe, they don't have smoke for her anymore because John and Marlena are loving Brady and Chloe. And Chloe. Yes, and I am too. Oh, yes. And Chloe. Oh, I love this so much. Is having feelings. She's having reminiscence. She's feeling him. She, I love it so much. I love it. Oh, it's so good. Like, it's just, it's giving me everything. Like, please give me Brady and Chloe. Please give me Brady and Chloe. And I, I was, I have a little theory. Do you think? that these feelings that Brady and Chloe are having for each other is what, other than their hatred of Xander, is what convinced them to go ahead and put themselves in Rex's business and say, tell him to fight for her? Uh, no, no, I think they, I did think they just hate they Xander. They just can't stand Xander. <laughs> they just hate Xander. They just don't like like they... <laughs> I don't think they had anything to do with their feelings for each other. They just don't like him, and I'm okay with that. They just don't. They just don't like Xander, which I'm fine with. Like Brady and Chloe have zero reason to like that man. In fact, the way that they were shading on what was it? Was it Monday? Tuesday? Was it Tuesday? Wednesday? I forget what day it was, but when he's when she, he was like runaway, was it Brady or Chloe who said runaway bride? Good it was for her. Brady, he's an <laughs> <laughs> Dying. Oh, it's it so good. It was so funny though. It was I I really like them. I'm happy they're going there. I want them to really go there. Briston need to end. It shouldn't have went. Yeah, like I don't see how Brits well, I mean. They shouldn't have, but they did, and I just don't see how they come back from this, honestly. The fact that no, I'm, I'm stuck saying with a from kid. the jump, from the jump, it shouldn't have went this far at it all. Should've. It should have ended when Eileen Davison left the role. That's when it should have ended. Or it's or it should have ended when it came out that it, she drugged and raped Eric. That's that should have been the end of it. <laughs> I mean, I even would have been fine if if their role in the hay in Nashville was the end of it, just so that he could get the information for Sammy about EJ. If that was the last of it, that would have been fine. But I mean, we are where we are. So as much as we say that we wish it hadn't gone this way, it is, it did. We're here. Now that we're here, we can say, I say, I just don't see how that they can they can get past this because Kristen has gone fully Kristen, which thank the Lord because patron saint of tears, Kristen, just ain't it. But here's the thing. I think the Brady-Kristen relationship is a play on history. I think Kristen has the good dusty too because when John was with her... But see, it's it's such gross history because, I mean, she literally bounced baby Brady on her knee and then she's screwing him like it's just so She's bouncing on him. Ah! <laughs> I'm, not even, 
I'm not even going off of that standpoint. I'm going off of when John and Kristen were together, they played it off as... As forces that shit was. Yes, they played it off as that they, these two were each other's great loves. They were so in love with each yeah, other. Yeah, and it, it made it was me so roll my forced. eyes because that was the most forced bullshit I've ever seen in my life. So that's why I'm saying Kristen has the good dusty too because anytime a man touches that dusty, he falls head over heels to the point that he ignores every other woman he has chemistry with. Dylan, what do you think? You've been pretty quiet. Did we lose Dylan? I just uh, I don't know. Like I I I want to see Brady and Chloe together and I feel like Briston ran its course a long time ago. We never should have been where we are. And it just it kind of needs to end sooner rather than later. Please. Well, you know, another couple that accounts for, we're going to jump to the next one. Jake and Kate. God, please end this. Like, put, put us out of our misery. Please, God. And here's the thing. Remember when I was the lone person who loved Jake and Kate? You're not the lone person. But maybe in this podcast, but not on, <laughs> on the podcast he is because what? I didn't yeah, hate them. Wait, I just, there's actual people who there. enjoy them on Twitter? I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them either, but apparently they are there are some fans out there. I'm just I like guess they really are fans, really, thank good lord. <laughs> I'm just over how um pathetic and desperate Gabby and and Kate is coming off in this storyline. No, Gabby Kate's I can it. understand because it's kind of in her pathos. But... I don't understand with Gabby right. either because there's nothing to... there really to draw on. Contradictory um, dialogue aside, this is what Gabby does. She did it with, she did it with Chad twice. She's doing it with Jake now. She did it with Will. Will said she even if I wasn't a Chad and Gabby fan, it still made sense because they had some emblems of a history. Jake and Gabby, they I don't know, okay, they had some type of feelings, they hooked up, but it's not enough. It's not enough history for it to warrant her behavior. Exactly. Right but it, may, come it, on. it makes Sorry, sense Michael because Chris. it makes sense because this is Gabby. I mean, we're talking yeah. about the woman where guy, Will told is, no. Well, Will told it, it, her but listen, that I'm trying to get some dick too, and she still went to bed with him trying to keep him and got pregnant. So, listen, she blew up the entire town for Chad, and they weren't even, they didn't even date then. She wanted Chad, but, and she blew up the entire so town they and they had a stalker like, to get Chad. I'm not saying that it's not like unlike Gabby to be desperate but for the person she is desperate for makes no damn sense and it's like but what I'm saying her... is that she she had she less just... with Chad when she blew up the town than she has with Jake now <laughs> I can't believe she did I, that I'm just saying <laughs> right but I, I I still not just Gabby I'm talking about Gabby and, and Kate I oh, think Kate is a couple... mess yeah. Both of them. Both talk of about them Kate for sorry, me. but both of them look so bad in the story storyline. And Jake is, listen, I think he's trash. He's not worth it. 
I hate it. I, I'm, I'm still wait, mad the at the fact that Kate left the job that she liked for a man when that was one of the things that killed her and Roman's relationship. Now she's asking permission to go to dinner with her damn son who's in town. What? The yeah, case it, I know would have been like, Rex is in town, I'm going to dinner, I'll see you later. The fact that she like didn't know he's in town is the problem. Well, the he didn't is, say anything. So. No, no, I get it. He, but the uh, point oh, is, shit. like, she has no clue what is going on with her own kids. I She's, forgot Rex was her kid. That's the issue. <laughs> the issue uh, is the issue more so is that she had no idea that Philip almost like Philip exactly. was this close to dying My point from a mob head. She that that's a better argument to make than Rex. Because because Rex doesn't live it, in this is still I mean, same yeah, but it's still her son. That's Rex just like, shows up the same way he did the first time. Right, but Rex literally just showed up, said, "Hey, mom, I'm in town. Let me let me see you." That's normal. She, her not knowing that Rex showed up, that's normal. Her he came not knowing in that, that Philip, night. This is the next morning. Not seeing like, ex- she should have known he was in town or something like that. I'm seeing the focus on her being part of this weird triangle when her kids are going through some. Something yeah, major no. makes no sense. I'm saying the focus that Kate is getting is so whack and so it's it's off. been insane. Like Lucas is in town, Philip is in town. I, I don't count Rex because he's leaving Monday, but Lucas and Philip are both in town and she's stuck in Demera hell. Like exactly get that's her o- out. That's okay. That is this- okay because next week Roman gonna tell her. I got some stuff. Oh, I'm, out so, of I'm, so, I'm so ready I'm for that. So excited for that. He's gonna call her to that bar. He's gonna say, I think I what I think we're gonna get that Monday because I think it's gonna be after their scenes with Rex. I wonder if Roman, Kate, and Jake are gonna be a triangle. No, God, please don't do that. I no. would like to see it. <laughs> Uh, give me, give Uncle Roman something to damn do, damn it. Okay, I mean, I guess, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't take long. Like, right? Yeah, it, should it, just... it shouldn't take long. I didn't say it t- take long. Now, hold on, don't <laughs> <laughs> give me a story, but don't make it long because the obvious choice is Roman. Roman called her to that bar. He said, "Listen here, Katie." I mean, he, well, no, Roman Jake didn't call her to the bar thing for Rex like did. four months now, so but, they can drag it out, Michael. He gonna make her a good martini and say, "Listen, Katie, I got some clam chowder Listen, I'm trying to put in your mouth." If he calls her Katie, I'm gonna die. If he calls her Katie, I will die. <laughs> I got some clam chowder I'm trying to put in your mouth. What you? Okay, we. I just love him. We're making everything perverted now. Can we just not? I'm, I'm, okay, I, hope, I mean, it's like I mean, I'm the Brooke Logan of this podcast. What did you expect? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Dylan. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like I said last week. I feel like with this whole Jake, Gabby, Kate thing, the writers are forgetting that we just met Jake, and so yeah, we're, not hasn't even been... a... exactly. we're we're not all that attached to Jake. He hasn't so even been on a year been, yet, right? <laughs> we've been riding with Kate. It'll be a year in April. You know, it's like we've been writing with Kate and Gabby for a while now. We know them. We're attached to them. We care about them. And 
if you're writing a story that diminishes them, that is a problem. And it's like both of these women are being compromised for this dude. And it's it's, it's Kate, Kate Morsell. Uh, yeah. Oh, Kate from J- from day one, which is why I was never on the Jake and Kate greatest love of all train because oh. I knew that it was going to end up with her, you know, tied to the tracks and run over. And I didn't want that for but her. My thing I, like, is, I'd have been fine with friends with benefits, you know, I'd have been fine. Even, right. And that would have been fine too. But Demera, like, if she went after him because he was a Demera and she was trying to get back into the company. Or right. the fact that it, 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 I didn't mind a relationship if it was going to be small and not last long, but it wasn't supposed to last this March. It was supposed to end in February. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it should have like, the and they day keep playing up her Gabby fake. Came back. And it, I was even. I fine want with it. better for both of these ladies, and it's like I I feel like the writers are are kind of losing focus on the fact that. The women that we are like invested in and care about, and making them look bad so that he looks good. But he doesn't look good. That's the worst part about but it. I'm honestly, look good. <laughs> the thing all is... of the women attached to Jake have looked bad because right. Gwen- like Gwen started going, but we didn't care about the minute she started. We didn't care about Gwen, so like people, and that's the thing. Like no, we didn't care about Gwen, so I people kind of let that slide. <laughs> Murdering ass. I like Gwen. Fuck her. <laughs> I know. Uh, she got on my nerves this week. Yeah, I'm not even. Up. We'll get <laughs> but, that. Like, no, she I'm did. We'll get. We'll get there in a second. But, but, like, you know, Jay keeps me entertained. I feel like he's, he's been a the way that he treats the women in his life has been an issue from day one. And we kind people, you know, when I say we, I mean the audience, people sort of overlooked it and let it slide because it was Gwen and nobody liked her, really. I didn't. But <laughs> no, you didn't. But now like there's a very clear pattern here. He's doing it to Gabby, he's doing it to Kate. Hey, y'all gotta tighten this up if you want this to be like rootable and you want us to want this end game that you're clearly working toward. Because like right now, I, I want them both to dump him. I'm gonna be honest. Like right now I want Kate and Roman and I want Gabby to just be like fierce and fabulous and get to, bring Lee Shin back. Can we have him? Can please, we, yes. Can we, can please hot give me. Help? Can we have that? I would. I would greatly enjoy that. I wouldn't mind it. I still want something messier for Gabby, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. But, <laughs> no. but like, I, I wouldn't I'm not even mind like crazy, no, you got, like I'm Gabby Sander. Just something. I don't care. Like, I just. I want better for these women, and they Same. deserve better. Like, Nick, you got to say been... what it was. You got to yeah. say. It. I want them to do a Gabby Ben. No. no. Oh no, no, we're not putting that out there. No. And, and it's attached. Oh. To, it's attached to a storyline. It's not no. just randomly. Mm-hmm. But we're throwing that out. We'll, we'll never, we'll never get that. Listen, listen. He he's told me he about it. His idea is actually good. Go ahead. But it, it's never gonna it. happen, so it doesn't matter. So let's move on. <laughs> anyway, okay. I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried about Kate right now because off of the promo of next week, 
Roman but goes we, pick her up them let, stairs and have her light a cigarette saying shit. This is how Rex and Cassie should have been made. <laughs> with a damn laugh. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I need Kate away from Jake. Um I will say no, I, I like I, I'm not sure if like shoving Kate right back listen, I love my Kate and Roman. I love my come on or whatever they're called. Cayman. Cayman, thank you. <laughs> come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Cayman. That's what she'll anyway. be yelling. Come on, Roman. Come on. <laughs> anyway, like putting. And he gonna like, mean the everybody get down. Like, <laughs> uh, putting a character who's getting bad writing into a pairing, like putting them together, won't ne- necessarily fix the writing for Kate. It like was. I want it. I want them back together. I wanted it for like years. But Kate needs better writing and so does Gabby and so does Jake. Jake. Yeah. And yes, putting sir. Kate and Roman back back together and then Jake and Gabby it's still not going to do much if they're not going to get good writing. True. But, but I, I think putting Kate putting Kate with Roman could be a way for Kate to realize that being with Jake diminishes her. True. And that Roman was the only one who, I mean, that Roman was really one of the only ones who kind of let her be her. I mean, he had issues with some of her behavior towards Sammy. Yeah, but for the most part, like, if she wanted to be a cutthroat businesswoman or, like, whatever she wanted to do, Roman was fine with. I don't think we're gonna get that build for her to realize. It will be instant. Same with Gabby and Jake. I I, I don't have faith in the storyline at all. The way... it's been told and unfold the way it has unfolded. Ugh, it's just aggravating, uh, frustrating to watch. I feel like this might fix Kate after Roman put her in Maggie's old wheelchair. But um, <laughs> yeah. Do we want to switch to? I mean, uh, the Chad Gabby Gwen mess. Do we here? have to? Uh... Well, yeah, because I. I, I <laughs> Do I, as much as I as much as I didn't like the Gwen part of it, like Gwen and Jack, I hated that. I actually really enjoyed the Chad Abby stuff. Yeah, uh, it was 50-50 for me. I liked. Those I mean, two, and I, I usually I, don't I, like them in general. So I, it was fifty-fifty for me. But I feel like they need to get in, like, dig deeper and get into like the problem of it all. Like, and I, think they're just scratching on the surface I, right now. Well, Chad did say right, but I think they have to get them. Yeah, I think they have to get them into a good place because Marcy's maternity leave is coming. Oh, you mean like the actors, like they're both on screen, or are you talking about the characters? I I think because Marcy's maternity leave is coming and Marcy's going to be leaving temporarily at some point, I think they wanted to at least get Chad and Abby into a decent place before she left. However, okay. she's going to leave so that then when she comes back, they can then when they actually have the time to delve into the issues in their relationship, especially if the reason she leaves is because she's not going to be getting away with what she did to Gwen as easily as she thinks she is. Like if she ends up, go- if she ends up either going to jail, yeah, she's going to the mental hospital that. again, right? Think, or possibly she's going running to before they can. I did. I did think possibly about possibly going she, on the run if she before runs before they she. Can. 
Like Annika before Doppler. they can arrest her. Oh, okay. Because... I, I was 50 50 with this story, <laughs> this these things, mainly because one, I'm glad Chad is actually trying to work on his marriage. Mm. But the downside of it for me, and I wasn't here to speak on this last week when, you know, Gwen came upstairs and was basically telling Chad and Chad was going off on Abigail. Why would you do this? Did you move back into the He was right, by the way. Uh, no. He should have took one of them down, ran a center basis and knocked Gwen upside the head and turned around to Abigail and be like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? That would have been fun. No. We're that, we drugging this bitch. That would have been we fun. But, this bitch. What but Michael, that would have been fun. But he knows that this is not who Abby actually is. And that's the problem. And Abby is jeopardizing he, their family. She killed her and grandmother. Their... <laughs> we, and we, we, we understand that. We understand the we reaction. Understand the problem that. is it's not. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying my thing is somebody killed your grandmama in cold blood. Yes. Damn this yes. nice shit. I'm giving you your I'm ass. <laughs> but I'm also not going to risk being away from my kids and going to jail Damn just to that. get payback. Don't get caught. You're the mayor no. now. <laughs> Have someone Michael, else. You do don't it. get it. You don't get it. You you want her to get revenge for Laura because you love her. I get no, that. No, 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 it's not. It's like I said last week, though. I, 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 it's not. It's not revenge for the sake of revenge, and and I mean, Gwen for, did a lot of things. Yeah, and she's right. made it really, really clear that she's not done. I, I'm so looking it, at it from my point it, of view. I mean, if it's somebody, like Abby's literally fighting for her life. She's fighting for her family. If somebody killed my grandmama, I'm going at that bitch balls to the walls. I don't not care if it's illegal. Like, I don't care, if, and I expect no, my I, wife I, to have my back. I, I don't disagree with Get that. Get that? I don't disagree with that, but that doesn't make the action she's taking okay. Well, and that doesn't mean... Yet. I mean, she I get why Abby's doing to. what she, she's doing. <laughs> when drugged her, she killed Abby's grandmother. So I understand Abby completely, but as Tony said, it's not worth risking her like her entire life and her freedom over her, it. Her, her freedom, freedom family, her, 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 especially when she's it. already been and away I, from her kids for so long even if chad is coming from a bad place like because he's part of the problem he was completely right about what he said i, I put myself in well, both last shoes. week and this week yeah exactly and that don't happen often <laughs> i'm putting myself in abigail's shoes and if somebody killed my grandma and I decided to go whoop their ass for all it's worth, and I come home and my wife decides to berate me for it, I'm going to let her finish, and then I'm going to go over to the computer and print off the divorce file so I can find no, the right then and there. But it's not even that, though, because the thing is, like, Gwen's, because of Jack, Gwen's not going anywhere. So it's like, you can't it's not like Abby is just like, I'm not going to let this go. And it's just some random person across town. This is someone no, I is not going anywhere. This is a threat that is not being removed. And I just don't get, I, I don't so, get, I mean, it's like, a, to what, Abigail what is she supposed to wrong? do? Just like sit back well, and Abby's, wait for because, because Abby's, Abby's her Because her actions, are, but Abby her isn't actions wrong for wanting to harm. take 
her actions will cause more harm to her than good. That's the issue. Exactly. That's, that's what it's Chet not is so saying. much that she wants. It's not so much that she wants to get vengeance against Gwen or make Gwen pay. It's the methods in which she's choosing to do it. The fact that her method is going to keep her away from her family and away from her kids. But I'm not getting that. That's the she, issue. She wouldn't get caught. She's a damn Damara. But she is going to get caught. That's the point. If we didn't know that Marcy was leaving on maternity leave, it would be a completely different story. But Marcy is ending up leaving. That's why this is happening. They're being too confident about her not getting caught. She's going to get caught. And she's going to get caught. I think Gwen's going to set her up for something else. I think she's going to end up in jail. That's a good way for, like, the characters to come back. Yeah, like how? How? Because the only it's it's Gwen's word against hers, and the only evidence and, Gwen has is Gabby or Anna, and neither one of them are going to say anything. And now, well, 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 and it's not like know, it's not like they're going to find was... the it's not like they're going to find the drug in the basement because it looks like Ab, Kristen and Sarah are fighting over it. So right, I mean, yeah. So it's like there's, I, I don't see how she. Oh, that's why, no... what Sarah found. Okay, that makes sense. You didn't make that connection. I no. didn't either. I didn't either. Like, what the hell is? What is this? I it, I got it. It's just I can understand why I you was would like, miss what, it. <laughs> how did you find? And now I'm like, duh. Because it's the same, It's literally the same. I didn't set. make that as soon connection. as I saw it. I was like, oh. I don't know. I I still think like it would make a good way for Gabby. Uh, sorry, Abby to return, like get out of jail. Like it would be easy, just like with Sarah's exit. But that's another discussion. But um, then, like, think of the story we could get when Abby comes back, and the fact that Abby, like, what what Abby did, put put them in such a difficult position but she wouldn't have been put in the position to do what she did had chad not believed her had chad supported her in the first place like when she comes back after her after her after her maternity leave when she comes back especially if she's like if she's coming off of being in trouble there's a lot of beats that they could play into and really explore the cracks in the foundation of their marriage. But they have to be in a place where they can explore that first. And I think Friday got them to that place. I, I'm just over because for the, once I agree. No, I'm just I over think, the okay, go ahead. I think for once Chad is fighting for his family. I'm just over. He the loves I Abby feel like they can, need to do I'm, I'm just over a the lot a, a lot more work that needs to be done before. I don't know. I just feel. Like oh yeah, they 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 have a lot more work before enough. they're fully back on solid ground. But right. I think they have to put them in a decent place before they send her off for Marcy's maternity right. leave. And I, I will say, I wish to God that we did not have to go down to the depths of hell to break Chad down. But the rebuilding of Chad and how supportive he's been of Abby since that happened is making like it's making me root for this couple again and i haven't rooted for them in years it's making me care about chad for the first time since billy flynn right. stepped into the role there never was a fan until recently were, were so good like my heart i was like feel all the feels they were 
Billy and Marcy were doing such a good job on Friday's episode. I loved it. I just feel like I hope they do more once we get Abby back. And I'm just going to say yeah. this. When is Abby supposed to leave like Marcy, Abby? Uh, it's got to be soon because her baby was due like March 13th, I think. So it's got to be coming soon. Okay. And I just want to say this. This has nothing to do with my Laura Horton love because I would have the same opinion if it was Carrie and that wench killed Caroline. That I, I'm just not over it. You killed someone's grandmother and y'all are sitting here basically saying, Oh, well, Abby shouldn't do this. She's going about it wrong. Damn that. I would have killed the bitch. I would literally slit that whole throat. I get, uh, believe me, trust me, I get that. We all, when you agree with me, we're not saying. The end goal isn't great for Abby's life. It's just not. The The end end result won't be good. If she got in trouble, then what? Regardless, if she just just, do it like this. I don't even bother with the in character part because something like that can push you over the edge. It can push yeah, you but, out of the No, but here's but the thing. It's like, Regardless Abby. of what Abigail should do to her, it's going to be illegal. Even if she took her out to Horton Town Square and whooped her ass up and down through there, she could still go to jail for assault. That would be fun, though. Yeah, <laughs> but, it would. But the, she's she's got to... She's got to play this smart and play the long game, and she's not. It's, it's she's no not, smart way to go about it. To, though, like but I, I feel like there's no smart way to go about it, regardless of what. There's nothing short of doing a crime of getting back at this woman. It's the, not even the, about what she could have. The, the least possible thing she can do is whoop her ass, and that is assault. So, what do y'all want her to do? Just well, the bitch killed my grandmother. That's all I can do. No, that's not what we're saying, but we don't want her to do something that's going to risk her going to jail either. There are a bunch of different ways that she can make Gwen pay that have nothing to do with going to jail. Give me one. She can find proof of what use her investigative journalism to get proof of what happened that night. Show it to Jack and get Jack to disown her. Ooh, that... no, that's not equivalent. You killed my fucking grandmother. If you can find proof, then you can yeah. put her ass in jail for it. Exactly. There, yeah, there are I different ways she could have gone about this. How would she get Rugging... proof, though? There were two people in the room. Exactly. You were, you were just saying that two weeks ago, there was no proof. There was no proof. Now you're saying to find proof? No, she needs to whoop her ass, I... kill her, do something. <laughs> there is no... Like, I get, I get what you're saying, Tony. I think the thing is, though, Gwen is not just like some random person that did her wrong. She is this person that is not going anywhere. No, I get that, but also I don't think in close contact to her family. She is this ongoing threat that is being allowed to roam. And so it's like at honestly like i i get that maybe you know her plan no. was not the best plan but this idea that she's supposed to be the bigger person or no that's the, not what i'm saying at all i'm saying like that there's there's she has to handle gwen somehow some way jack is clearly not going to do it the law is clearly not going well, to do it sure. gwen is clearly not over you know her 
anger, Ab- her obsession or whatever. And if Abigail. you listen to the words that have come out of Abby's mouth, she literally said, you know, Gwen, quote unquote, bashed her grandmother's head in. And she did. It's like this woman, <laughs> this, you know, this woman has drugged her. She has conned her. She has blown up her parents' marriage. She has blown up her marriage. She has put her in harm's way. And now she's killed her grandmother. And not At only that, point, you were rubbing elbows with my children while doing Right. And like, as a mom, I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, yes, I'd be in jail because I the bitch would be dead. Don't play with my kids. You, she brought her children into this. Like at a certain point, it's like, what is it, it, exactly? Like, and she has pushed Abby into a corner. Not and only you did you play with my grandmother corner, and killed her, you played with my mother and father, but my husband and my kids. Like, but to put my children in this shit is like, nothing short of an ass whooping that Abigail and, and can give her. And has shown no remorse. No remorse. It's nothing no short of her and having to beat her ass. really, really clear that if she gets another opportunity, she's going to have another go at her. So, I, I agree with just, everything you're I saying. Think, I, I, I just so understand, I. I I just understand think, Chad's point of view. He doesn't want Abby to destroy herself trying to get revenge on Gwen. It's I not get revenge. It. Exactly. See, it's not revenge. It's, it's her payback. God she's damn literally trying to protect her. herself. But again, and are you really protect? Like, how are you protecting yourself if you end up getting yourself thrown in jail, leaving Chad, the kids, wide open to Gwen, and he, she's not there to protect them? Getting herself thrown in jail doesn't do Chad or the kids any good if she's trying to keep Gwen away from them. I mean, it's I I get it. it's like that's what I'm saying though. What is she supposed to do? No one is helping her. I- I think what Jack's she should have done, instead of, no one it's is, a situation where you're damned her, if you do, damned if you don't. Because if, Instead of drugging her with the drug that was used on her, she should have given her truth serum. They recorded her confession. If I that would prefer that. Been tr- that's what it should have been. And that's where I thought it was going. But outright, but outright attempting fact- to murder a woman that you kidnapped that's that's just not the way to go. It's not the smart way to go. I get, it. I, I get I get I get the motivation. I would probably want to do the same thing. But I also understand Chad's point of view. Don't destroy yourself trying to get back at Gwen. And, and he could have said want her even to if end up, or even, he doesn't he want her to end up the way she did. Do not sacrifice it. yourself to protect your family. He's, there are other ways. He's trying to protect Abby. It. That is his wife. Mother. I, he didn't go that, about it the wrong way. He basically—he like, is not. He's—he is absolutely right. He went he, about it the wrong way. He came off. No, he as didn't. Scalding. He came off as if he were Jack telling her, "Don't you do that shit again." I think he it's came. A, I think. I think he came off as someone desperate who doesn't recognize his wife right now. Exactly. Because, because he's person, seeing the he anger. didn't have her back, and I would divorce him. Because. <laughs> Because for years, well, you've been Abigail you've been campaigning for a divorce for them forever. I mean, aside you from that, Chad to work for it, and now that he is, <laughs> no, it's not even that. Aside from that, I'm proud of him for working it out, and I actually root for them to work it out. But this bitch kill y'all ain't getting it. As close as I am with my grandmother, I believe me, Michael. Killed. I get it. I'm named after my grandmother. I 100% agree with you, and I get it. So that I doesn't... expect my wife 
to have my back. Yeah, if you would have sat me down and been like, you're going about yeah, it the but wrong Having way. your back doesn't necessarily mean agreeing with you. Chad is having her back by making sure that she's actually there, Emily. But he didn't do that. He was like, what were you thinking? He was like, you should have sat me because down. Because what like, were you what thinking? You're... What were you thinking jeopardizing our entire future? Just, I get that you're trying to protect us, but you're jeopardizing your enti- our entire future to do it and it's not worth it. No, my That's perfect wife- That's basically what he said. My perfect wife would have waited for her to leave and turn around. Did you beat her ass? What we gonna do? You going about it the wrong way. How are we gonna get this bitch? That's it. Yeah, it's like he, everybody that, keeps telling her you're going about it the wrong way. Okay. They're not trying to that's, help her out. They're not. They're not yeah, offering. No they're not offering better suggestions. Her. I under that part. I understand. They're not offering better suggestions. I think as the mayors, don't they have connections? Why does Abby right? Have to, like why, why does Abby she, have to why, do what anything is she herself? Like. They could have snatched her up, put her on an island somewhere. They could have done that. I'm not sure why they haven't. Shit, Kristen can do it. She's running around free. But no one... Yeah, but they don't know that. And Chad's not getting anyone else involved. I They could... They are literally just letting this woman, la-di-da, walk around free, clear as a bird to create havoc at her discretion. So and I mean, it's like, I get it. Like everybody's like, oh, she, you know, oh, Abby, don't destroy yourself trying to get back at her. I don't feel like it's quote unquote, her trying to get back at her. This is but not he, revenge. But this even is, if it's protecting woman her, what is good is protecting Out and out threat and no one is doing anything about it. But what, like what good is protecting her? Pers- protecting her family from a threat if she gets herself removed from the situation and leaves her family vulnerable because if she goes to jail then chad and her kids are open targets for gwen and you don't think gwen's gonna move in but see in my like i'm just gonna be honest in my situation i would be in jail and gwen would be in the ground so they'd be perfectly fine (laughs) like well true but I, that's that, that's not the situation we live in. And had that's, you that's know, and had Abby, you know, had Abby gone there, it's every possible. You know, Gwen would be, you know, in Shady Pines somewhere, rocking back and forth, making friends with the shadows on the wall. Her family would be fine. You know, and then Abigail smart. If she would have killed her and didn't claim a plea of insanity, she a damn fool. Because that's the first thing I would. That would have been. That's the easiest thing for her to do. Right. That's I the mean, first. I'm, I'm gonna kill this bitch and then play crazy after. The, it's it's. It, I'm just saying this. I, look. That would have. That could have been her exit story. Remember when Carly shot Tony on GH? You could have had a. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like no one, no one is. I mean, everybody got all these criticisms. No one has any solutions. I've, I agree. Hey, Chad, I Chad, did offer one. Chad, Chad I did come offer up with a one. better solution, but they're not doing that. I'm not sure why, but that's also not Chad. Chad is not that. That's something EJ would do. Well, let's come. My, up, let's let's come up with a plan to get rid of her. That's something Tony might do. Right? Uh, I don't know. Right about, I don't know about Tony. Maybe Andre. Me personally, how I want this story to go. Anna would. Her and Chad get into an argument about it, but like, you know what? Since you are a Demera and you don't want to do anything, I'm gonna call a Demera who will. She pick up that phone. Hello, Peter. It's me. <laughs> they don't know where Peter is. They don't know where Peter is. They could write write it to where 
Peter made contact with Abby, or Abby just didn't say anything. I mean, it's assault. Shit like that happens all the yeah, time. Yeah, and there was a stepfather at one point. It wouldn't yeah, be out of, like, wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. No, that's true. And Peter loved his Abigail, so. Now, what would be great story is if Abigail leaves because, let's say, she finds out that Gwen, like, charges aren't going to be pressed against Gwen, whatever, and then she finds out that charges are about to get pressed against her, so she leaves town and she flees before they can. She can come back with Peter. Or Peter has more. Yeah, like, let's say she leaves town and while she's away she somehow finds Peter and then we find out through flashback or whatever that Peter is offering to help her with Gwen and so Peter and Abby come back to town together or or since they're not playing it like Laura died at all um, they could be like Peter and Gwen decided to tag team Jennifer and Jack Ooh. And they have Laura captive under the guise of faking her death. So, something which in mm. turn would kind of redeem Gwen a little to the oh fact my God, that could yes, you imagine because yeah, she didn't kill Laura. Could you imagine if Gwen lied about oh my god, wait. Could you imagine if Gwen lied about being in foster care for that long and aging out of the system? What if Peter adopted her? Yeah, something like that. Oh, and oh, I and, so want that now. And Laura's alive, but it would redeem Gwen to the quality of she didn't kill Laura, so it will make Abigail back off a little bit to the point where she doesn't want to kill her, but still wants to beat her ass. And you know, it would kind of round everything out. Well, yeah, so, killing the, killing Laura was the part that just it was it was jumping the shark for the story. It, it tilted it over too, the edge. It was too far. Now it's like you can't even root for Gwen. You want Abigail to kill her, but you have so many people basically tell her you're going about it the wrong way. You shouldn't do this. I wonder if they did that to service. Wonder if they did that because they found out Marcy was pregnant. Maybe I mean it makes sense because, like I said in the previous podcast, they're not playing Laura as if she actually died for one. And then two, based on Jamie Lynn Bowers' interview with Dish and Days, even the producers were like, people don't die in Salem for long. So maybe this is an avenue they're going to go down eventually. But at least give us... I keep remembering... At least give us signs. Because remember when Marlena died and we saw her in the casket and you know, her her casket flew all the way down to Mellis. You know what I mean? Yeah, then that was the that was the entrance to Mellis one. But also too, I keep remembering that they keep that Jamie didn't know that she was dying or that Laura was dying. Like she was originally coming back for five episodes, then it was six episodes, and that sixth episode was her death episode. So what if they changed course because Marcy told them she was pregnant and that she needed to take maternity leave? So they, for whatever stupid reason, decided that this killing be- Laura was the way to sit would be the the trigger that would send Abigail down the path that would be able to get them to write her out. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, it yeah, does, yeah. but at the same time, I feel like they're going to pull this isn't a fan talking, a fan of Laura talking, this is just a fan of the show in general. The way that Laura's death has been played these past few months, 
does not seem like an actual death. I mean, hell, we didn't even see Bill's funeral and death on scene, but they played it better than how they played Laura. So it seems as if yeah, that's no. It seems, like, it seems like everyone knows something that we don't when it comes to Laura's death. Yeah, it's an inside joke between the writers and the producers, if that makes sense. Like, oh, that damn Michael, he's mad as hell that we killed Laura, but she's going to be back next fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they're playing it all. So, I don't know. We'll see. I just... Oh, I want that bitch in jail. Worse than Maxine Waters wanted an impeachment, y'all. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm not gonna. You're, stop. you're claiming you're claiming Gwen's death the way she was claiming her time. Yeah, but oh, I, I am Maxine Waters. Hear me roar, because I'm I'm not going to stop until something happens to her. Okay, I guess we're going to move on to the last. Well, we didn't talk about Jack and Gwen. Where Gwen basically mm. Jack. Gwen is playing him like a fiddle and he's fallen for it. I, she's playing on his, his daddy guilt and it's Y'all know that old job he should have been swallowed, but no. Y'all know that I do, but oh we ain't going God, that far. To yeet him this week. Just like yeet him into oh. the sun. Cause I, I'm I'm look, I'm getting real tired of him not making it clear that there is a difference between Gwen and Abigail. And normally I'm all, you know, you don't treat your kids differently, whatever, whatever. But this woman is a stranger and she has done nothing but bring down pain and danger and hurt since she hit town. Yeah. And the thing it's is, guilt. it's all come from guilt and I get that it's all coming from guilt. Somebody needs to say something to him though. Like, no one... I'm just Please. like I feel like I feel like if Jennifer were here and we're at was actually witnessing this and seeing because right now she's hearing all about it, about it secondhand. She's not witnessing the pain that her daughter is in. If she were here, if she were witnessing it, I don't think she would be okay with Jack being so team Gwen, if she could actually see what that was doing to Abigail firsthand. Well, the thing is, is, like Dylan said, she said something about just letting it clear that there's a difference. He doesn't even have to do that. He just needs to sit Gwen down and be like, look, you're both my daughters. I love both of you, but I'm not going to cut you off to appease Abigail, and I'm not going to cut Abigail off to appease you. I'm not going to take a side. I'm going to scold both of you when both of you are wrong. But this whole making a play or trying to get me to yourself from each of you is not going to fly. It's just not going to happen. And he's not doing that. Jack doesn't really know how to be a father, to be honest. He don't. And it's showing. He doesn't because he never had a, he, I mean, let's be real. He never had a decent role model for a father. The father he grew up with turned out to be a serial killer, and his birth father was a rapist. Yeah, an abusive piece and, of shit. And let's be so honest with ourselves: he barely had a chance to do it with Abigail or JJ because if he hadn't left, he was presumed dead. I mean, right. yeah, no, Gwen, it, Gwen talking about true. oh, you he spent was... this much time with Abigail. He really didn't, and I'm right. not faulting him for that. I'm just saying, no. 
and he he didn't but I, I mean he did try to he did try to make the time that he was there count for something Believe me when this is all operating from Jack's guilt and when Jack feels guilty he makes stupid self-destructive decisions yep. that is unfortunately who he's always been when he operates from guilt he makes stupid self-destructive decisions i mean last it's time what he motivated guilty, him he walked to... out on jennifer exactly when, yeah, you know, when and he it, feels it's it's worse this time because you know like we were saying at the the top of the show like the whole thing where they have all these strong friendships has kind of been eroded so he doesn't have like hope around he right. you know we don't really he see doesn't have with, hope he doesn't have isabella no, right he doesn't have, he doesn't have any of the like, people that were, would talk him down because in, isabella would always talk him down like whenever he would get on his bullshit isabella would be like what are you doing and even Billy, to a certain extent, would be right. like, Jack, yeah. what like, are you doing? None of the people that would, like, call him on the carpet and hold him accountable and kind of redirect his worst instincts. Because Jack is a dude that is always fighting against his worst instincts. And, and his worst instincts, because he never believes he's deserving. Right. And so when he gets the good things, he's self-destructive. Yep. Yeah. And he doesn't have anyone right now to balance out this whole, to kind of sit him down and just be like, yo, you cannot be holding yourself accountable for things that you did not know. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Steve needs to, Mm -hmm. I feel like it would actually be really (laughs) awesome if it was Steve, because Steve, I mean, granted, Steve is a dick and an asshole and we can't stand him right now, but. Right now. Steve is being. (laughs) Stop. Steve has been here before because remember he found out Trip was his son and then Trip tried to kill his wife. It would be so, great if they played that up. It it would make sense because it's recent history. It would make sense if they if they played it up, but I don't know why they're not. And it's just like it's it's frustrating because it's y'all are Y'all are telling me oh, she's his daughter, she's his daughter, she's his daughter. Well, so is Abby, and Abby is the daughter that he's, you know, really brought into this world. Right. Like, and he I, delivered I, Abigail. Right. And it, it, it's just like, okay, this is not, this is, I, Abigail I, this was the light of his life. Y'all are trying would, to tell me exists does not exist. Like, it should, no, it, it, it wouldn't exist because Abigail is and always was the light of his life. Right. This is- she, I mean, he even, he even said it when she was a baby. He, she is the standard by which he now holds all other children. Like the way Jack loves Abigail, while be it unconventional, is ridiculously sweet and amazing and perfect. And to even, to even think that he would put anyone else above her just isn't it and i understand him wanting a relationship i understand him wanting to give gwen a chance but gwen has to work for it she's not Gwen hasn't done anything she's not doing anything to prove that she's changed she's just saying it and well i'm gonna move on to the next story because we're running over time and I'm just going to lift that story up in prayer because 
I don't know what it is with Ron, but every boy see that touched Joe Johnson's womb has turned to shit. <laughs> um, it's not a word of a lie. Yeah, all of them are trash. <laughs> so we're going to go over to the Zara drama. Sarah's being held captain by captive. Yeah, cap captive. Damn, I can't speak tonight. Captive. Captive by Kristen. <laughs> slash Susan, slash Sarah, whatever the hell she is today, while Xander frantically tries to look for her and ends up finding Kristen Sarah in bed with Rex. Lindsay Godfrey is doing some fucking acting. She has redeemed herself from that cartoon. so is Stacey Like, both of them. They have such good chemistry. They do. They really do. They really do. It's kind of crazy. Like, I kind of, like, there was a moment where, like, before she left the room, where she, like, gave Sarah a kiss, and I, that kind of weirded me out for a second. I was like, all right, that was weird. But, like, <laughs> they really do play off of each other. Very, very, so happy to have crazy Kristen back, because, my God, first of all, her wardrobe was 10,000 times better, number one. Number two, Patron saint of tears, Kristen, has never been it, will never be it, and never needs to be seen ever again. All hail Queen Crazy Kristen. I love this story and I'm loving how it's going, but I wish they would have played a played Sarah and Kristen's relationship differently. I wish they would have played them off as friends to where Kristen, it would truly no. show. Let me finish play them off as friends, and then Kristen did this. It would truly show just how desperate and crazy Kristen is to get Brady. Would you be friends with the girl who kidnapped your child after you found out that she was alive after after she was presumed dead for a year? Well, I mean, no, I mean, but then again, it, the but then again, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't intentional, but so... But then again, it yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but she didn't sense. really know Stefan, so that's yeah, but, different. It but makes still, sense considering what happened in Paris. Here's you the see how storyline for me. I I don't like that Brady is the factor. I feel like Kristen is doing all of this, like starting with Susan for the wrong reasons. Like she should want <laughs> to be with her daughter. But anyway, uh, I'm not enjoying the storyline, but I'm enjoying, like I said earlier, I'm enjoying Kristen as Sarah. Lindsay is doing the damn thing. And it's a shame that she's the not little, The little eye roll she did when she was, like when she and Rex were in the room wait, and she was waiting for Xander, you could totally tell. <laughs> That <laughs> she, she was so yeah, aggravated. Yeah, like the last thing, I, I just <laughs> like that moment outside of like the room when she had just put the Sarah mask on and like Lindsay did something with her head and oh the little head tilt. Yeah, I was like, oh, why? Like she was trying to get it to fit perfectly around her jaw. <laughs> why couldn't we have had Sarah's a fun scheming vixen? Why? Three years of her as a goody two shoes, and it was such a waste. My favorite but, um, line. In but am those... I enjoying the scenes, not the storyline? My favorite line in those scenes were when it was when um, Sarah went, 
oh dear god are you gonna kill me no my favorite was when she was banging on the door and she's like hello Damaris does anybody need some wine (laughs) a few things that did annoy me like one thing why um why would Sarah not run out? When oh, that's right. Yeah. That was I... such a stupid move. And the other is the fans actually missing the point of Sarah and Rex in bed. Yeah. They, they like, were... I, un- I understand. Like, I get it based on Kristen's past. Like, she's, she's a rapist. But that wasn't really her intention. Like, on it's also, even if it were, I don't think she would have slept with him. It's also not what happened. So exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's not what thing, happened. Yeah. She didn't want she, Rex. She wanted. You even saw her like rolling her eyes and being like, "Oh dear God, do you have to go this far?" She just <laughs> wanted Sander to walk in on them. That's why she called him and pretended to be Susan. Like, do, like, just watch the show, but. With that said, uh, why didn't Sarah run out? Why, honey? Why? <laughs> uh, back to the yeah. Okay, thing. but to be like to be clear though, because I I I don't I, I don't want us to come off as minimizing certain things. Sure. It's still a violation. She's still doing things with Rex that Rex would not be doing were he fully aware of the situation. Exactly. True, but I don't think she would have slept with him. him. But it's st- it is still a violation of his consent. Oh yeah, I don't think she would have slept with him though. I, I think I, I, that, it doesn't matter. Like no, I mean yes, that's a violation. But I'm saying to the people who appear saying that it was rape, I don't think Kristen would have slept with him. Had Xander took any longer, she would have stopped it. No, but Tony, uh, sorry, Dylan has a point. It is still assault. But the thing is, that wasn't what she was intending to do, which fans were assuming. Like, they assumed she was going to sleep with Rex if she wasn't interrupted. She wanted Xander to find them. And that's why she was rolling her eyes. But it's still assault because Rex has no clue this is Kristen. Well... I think that's it. We've made it through the weekly recap. I, I do want to mention one thing on the on the Xander side of it. Like the Xander Julie scenes were kind of hilarious. <laughs> yes. But also it also it also frustrated me that a naked Xander on that couch is what would make her burn that couch and not the fact that her granddaughter was raped on it. Oh I, I thought that. I was like, okay. Does she know? Like I, I, I saw in, on Twitter some people discussing about it. I'm pretty sure she knows, yeah. She would have to know. Yeah, they I could, think so too, but uh, I don't... There's no way in hell they could have had it. Have to to it up. But I did like that scene. Sorry. Um, I'm just skipping right ahead back to the scenes with Julie and, and Xander. I liked that scene when she was checking, <laughs> checking him out. Basically. <laughs> He said something. He said something. He said, something. He said I, I caught like, you. He, noticed that she... he said caught you. Okay. I, <laughs> I knew he said something. I was like, oh my God. Oh, it was hilarious. And, well. What did we think of the dream? The dream, the Xander Sarah wedding dream. I mean, I like I as someone who 
ships, Xandra and Sarah. I appreciated we got getting something. that moment. Yeah. You know, I appreciated getting something. So, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad we got it what it was i'm just I'm really curious now. as to where they're gonna go with it like i don't know what happens to xander after this i know he's probably gonna be a mess but yeah like, how long um, sarah gonna be it's gone gonna get... like it's what's gonna happen there's something with the spoiler pictures that don't make sense to me yeah don't make sense to me either like i, I don't like... understand how she's willingly going getting, yeah the one with the trunk right she's willingly yeah. going into the trunk and then you see yeah that makes no sense they're like i'm so confused because you we see like we see Kristen sarah in the white like white wedding dress and then we see uh, like the, the spoiler pictures are confusing me especially that one when she's when she's stepping into that like i don't know what it is that thing the trunk yeah thank yeah. you yeah. Wait, she's no, stepping into weird. it? Yeah, she's stepping yeah, into it. A spoiler picture from Monday. I think maybe she's drugged at that point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I think she's going to end up getting in- injected with the drug that was meant for Abigail. And in her altered state, Kristen is able to convince her to step into the trunk. And then Sarah's going to be in the trunk. And then Kristen, as Sarah and Rex, are going to be wheeling it out of the pub. Oh, Lord. But this yeah, put those pictures that the picture. Picture. put those pictures in yeah, the group chat. I'll put it in. <laughs> <laughs> busy yet. The thing, the thing is though, this is a good way for a character to exit. Like if she's gonna be shipped off to some Demara Island, there's a way for her to like whenever Lindsay's come is gonna come back. We never we don't know when it is or if it's gonna happen anytime soon. But like at least the character isn't dying. So there's a way, like a a good story to like unfold out of this when she does return, in my opinion. So I'm not completely against it. I just don't think the storyline is any good currently. I think it requires... uh, (sighs) And I also feel like... Why? Why? I, I, why did we bring back Rex? I just feel like it's asking a lot, uh, and I know this is days. This is the you know this this is days. This is you know buried alive, demon possession, woman in a cage, alien, alien twins, right? Like I get we don't it. talk about like, that. He's there. Yes, we are. <laughs> Listen, right there. You cannot talk about it. We're like, gonna I, talk about Rex. Like, they're gonna it. have him on screen. <laughs> well, like, one we don't count casting y'all are asking we do to like y'all y'all are it, this is this Kristen and sarah is a reach it's a reach your honor it's a reach why is it a because reach? it's like okay it, so you're telling me the mask not only changed her voice it changed her height it changed her body type it cha- look I mean, we had these complaints when he she did it with Nicole too. So, but like her and Arya, the thing is with the voice thing, they actually addressed it on screen. Yeah, no, I know. With, I'm saying though, I can get that. I can, I can give as, you that. That okay, it changed her face. I can give you that it changed her voice. So now you're telling me that it changed her body type as well. You're also telling me that a woman who is old enough to literally be a grandmother is not 
can roll around in her bra and panties and everything right. is going to look the same as a woman easily a couple they, decades and a half younger than him. like come on you're asking you just have a to buy lot. it yeah so, i mean i said the same thing with nicole thing so you're asking but with nicole she lot. had the similar like they had the similar height and weight yeah, it's, no it's, but not the same body i mean again Kristen is true. several decades older than nicole right and i'm sure nicole saying, doesn't though. have blue veins on her. <laughs> so now you're it, it's, you know what <laughs> but they actually addressed like the, the tattoos um Kristen had on her back i yeah. i think that it was during a briston love well, scene but you know, sarah also has tattoos yeah but that that's a tattoo like the tattoo she has on the back uh, on her neck that's something it Kristen could have easily gotten and not added to the mask not that huh? I, listen i listen, we're looking it, for logic when she said you can't place it but when no she it's she not even like lot, like uh, no but i get it she her, made the mask i was picturing her like alice on batwoman just literally sewing the face together <laughs> <laughs> no but it makes sense like you it you're feels like the storyline was just thrown together at yeah, the last Yeah, you're minute. asking me to accept a lot. That, right. Yeah, that, that could be because they weren't they were surprised that uh, Lindsay was leaving. So and it's like a, and with the Nicole thing, like the Nicole, this is coming like last minute. The Nicole thing she planned for months. Yeah. So th- these are not the same. This is not, <laughs> this is not the same. And the payoff for that storyline made like made more sense and it was more enjoyable. I don't know how this is gonna unfold if it's gonna be mentioned until like I don't know Sarah turns up in Salem and say how many weeks, days, years. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at these pictures now. Sarah's definitely hot off her mind. <laughs> yeah. Look at her eyes at the first one. She's she's not sure what's going on. Well, guys, we're gonna have to end it now because we're again we're running long. And that's the end of our weekly recap, folks. I hope you enjoyed. I know I did, even though it was hard for me to get through the week. Um now it is time for my favorite segment of the week where I like to give a certain little read to special people in today's community. Welcome to the Mavericks Reading Rainbow. What was that? What's going on? Oh, is that Stefano? It sounds like it sounds like Joe was still think, laughing. I think he's, yes. I think yes, he's trying yes. to put some sort of intro in, but I think that it didn't quite land. Oh, leave me alone! I'm back, damn it! And I'm glad <laughs> to be back. Go ahead. Put on my reading glasses. I who, who is on is. the docket? I'm nervous. Mm-mm. Well, considering he wanted to read Ey last week, I'm really concerned to see who it's going to be this week. This week, the writers of Days of Our Lives, say it with me, y'all. Sit your ass down. Oh. Sit your <laughs> ass down. <laughs> say it. Come on. Oh, sit right. your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> sit your ass down. 
God. Okay, we're, we're, I didn't expect us to go here, but here we are. The writers, the writers, the writers. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all have so much on y'all hands. Y'all have great actors. Y'all have a great rich history. Why the fuck aren't y'all using it? And it's not just this set of writers. It's been writers for the past 10, 20 damn years. Why aren't you... You had Sarah Horton right there in your damn lap, and you could have made her to a fucking vixen if you wanted to, but you didn't. You had... Damn it, I said I was going to say her name. You had Laura Horton, who you could have brought. You had Bill Horton. You had... You No, it's not even that. It's just... I know how great this show could be if they actually put some fucking thought into things. My God. And then when you do pull from history, you go fast and loose with it. You miss details. You add things in. And it, it, I'm just not feeling it anymore. This is why I spend my time with my side chick in Genoa City because I don't want to be bothered with y'all bullshit anymore. I'm done with it. I, I know people think I nitpick. People think that I make putting too much in. You do. I'm just, I'm over it. God damn it. If y'all don't get any better, it's going to turn into all my children pretty fucking soon. Oh, no. You're not going to do days like that. Absolutely fucking not. Uh uh-uh. uh. Next, we have. You're not doing days like that. I get that you're unhappy, but no, you are not putting. Mm-mm, no. It's bad. No, I'm sorry. No. Well, I mean, okay, to be fair, at the end of All My Children, a lot of the issues that they had are... What we're seeing now. Exactly. Like, plot-driven things for the sake of being plot-driven, throwing out history, compromising characters for recent characters that we don't care about. That's a current... Like, that's across the board. I don't think I, that is I just a day's issue. That is a soap issue. No, and but has, what he's saying, as, as far as the All My Children comparison, that was really the stuff that put the nails in there. Yeah, that's coffin. what it. That's what it was at the end of at when it got canceled. It was a yeah, mess, it, and it people didn't was, recognize it. But and I, we're, I, but we're I still recognize days. That's like, the thing. The thing is, but we're I, not there now. I think days we're getting is, there. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's become a chore for me to turn this fucking show on. I'm not for me, lie. like, Days is on and off real for me. There's not many storylines that I do enjoy, but I have seen much worse for Days. Like, exactly. like I have to prepare myself. I have to smoke and drink before I watch the week show. <laughs> because, like, I, I'm so over it at this point, and it's not showing any signs of getting better i think the urgency of these storylines are missing like a lot of we need more build beforehand before a storyline plays out we need more depth for characters more like characters to have friends like we need to build more in general and i can see what what michael is saying but i Still don't think Days ha- is at the- its worst right now. I've seen. I don't either. It's I, been it's been I've way seen worse much worse. Me. I think actually, back in like I don't know, uh, was it 2010? Was that when Jennifer had her heart out and they? Yeah, had all that, machine. that was the year. <laughs> yeah, that was Dina. I think it was someone else. I'm not sure. No, that uh, that was Dina. That w- that was <laughs> around like was I Dina. left. 
I stopped watching days and between then you like had the whole you had the 11. whole fake rape thing and exactly. it was terrible. Like so I've seen much worse, but the show can get much better. They can be better and they have the ability exactly. to do it. They just need to do it. Yeah. And that's my issue. That's really my issue. I know what this show can be and you're not doing it. I think we need a massive overhaul. We need new right. We need to reboot days. Ken, take your Ambien like you do and start spinning the spokes on the wheel because at this rate, I just watch for the fucking podcast, not for my enjoyment. But okay. I think if, I think for the moment, if you try to just watch it for what it is and stop trying to, like, I mean, I get we all want it to be better. And I, I agree with you. It can be better. But I also am just enjoying it for what it is and trying to trying to enjoy what's here while also wanting it to be better. But I, I, feel, I, I like, feel like and I get what you're saying, but I feel like we're playing into Ken and the network's agenda of us falling for taking the mediocre and just accepting it is for what it is when it doesn't have to be like that. I understand that's, we don't have a budget. That's why I, I really think do. fans need to instead, instead of voicing like complaints, fans should get out there and be more vocal like about what what they're doing wrong and what, what they can do better. Like constructive criticism. Exactly. But my, that, that's my thing. It's like why do I have to accept it for what it is when I know it can be much better than what they're giving us? That's it. That's all. I, I just feel like we need a massive overhaul on writers, producers, down the damn line until we get to actors. And then we see which characters are working and which ones are not. And that's all I have to say. Um, now we're on to You're Watching It Wrong with Tony, Ariette, Dylan, and Nick. All right, I'll take it first. Um, my You're Watching It Wrong goes out to a particular person on Twitter who I finally had to mute because I'm just sick of the crap. Uh, there is this one person on Twitter. Um, I won't say her name, but you'll know who she is when I start talking about her. She used to work for days and is so offended at certain stories on days, she's basically wishing it into cancellation. Uh-huh. And now whatever whatever Days does now is a desperate move to avoid cancellation. Somehow, in her mind, bringing on Paulina Chanel and a recast Theo is a sign that Days is going to be canceled because they don't care. And she actively campaigns for the show to be canceled and is wishing hundreds of people to be out of the job just because she's unhappy with a particular story. And I just am... And she's not even watching the show and she's campaigning this hard for it to be canceled. And I'm just over it. I'm sick of it. And I'm calling it out. Well, quite honestly, if it keeps going the way it's going, I wouldn't mind it being canceled. No, see, that's, but see, that's not minding it. So many people at is one thing, but wishing like purposely wishing for it to be canceled and the actors and the crew to be without jobs. Especially in this economy and in the pandemic, no, like yeah, I mean I get that, but at the that, same time, it's like I, I, if they were to cancel it down the road, and it hasn't gotten any better. But that's another thing. If it happens, I just have to take my hat off and just let it go because 
Oh, that's understandable. If, but if you're if you're actively pushing for it as someone who used to work there, that's a bit weird. Yeah, and it literally comes off like she's bitter. She got fired. That and, and I just I I I can't deal with it anymore because like every time because even even when when Lindsay's announcement came out, she came out with a tweet that's like brace yourselves, days could be headed for more bad news. Like she knows something, but she knows nothing. And like, if you don't, I don't, don't like the show anymore, and you're not watching the show anymore, just stop talking about it. Also, actors leave all the time. It's not like end of end of the world if someone leaves. It's yeah, not, it's not like Deidre Holland. Exactly. Yeah, like, if she leaves. I'm and gone. hell, even when Deidre Holland and even when Deidre Hall- back in 2009, 2009, sorry. And the show still managed to survive. Granted, it sucked donkey balls, but it managed to survive. (laughs) People are just, like, so frustrating on on some Twitter. Sorry. Which, maybe I can lead into, like, some tweets I saw yesterday, which makes no sense. But some people are, I don't know. This whole Lonnie-Kristen friendship drives me crazy, too. But to assume Lonnie would like react a certain way when she's not even in that orbit. She has shared like one scene with Kristen in January, one scene with Susan in what was it like beginning beginning of March, end of February. And they're basically yeah. assuming Lonnie would excuse it. Like we she's not even that in that story. What are you watching on screen that would indicate Lonnie doing it? She's in her own little bubble right now. And that, like, it just annoys me. I agree. What, what was the point? What was the reason? Because Lonnie isn't in that story. Like, it comes off as fans just trying to find more reasons. Bitching to bitch. Exactly. And, and she's not even doing anything. I'm seeing complaints like, Lonnie is being a clue, brainless idiot. I'm like, it's been four months. But she's not in the story. Exactly. Thank she had, you. She had two episodes with Susan as Kristen, and she knew something was wrong. And why yeah, is she being singled out? Everyone is being brainless and a brainless idiot at this point. And Lonnie no was one... suspicious, but no, she's dragged into storylines that she isn't in because of her friendship with Kristen, which, yeah, fine, I get it. But Lonnie, that whole storyline ended like four months ago, and yet Lonnie is still dragged into it. Why? Like... If she is in it, I get it. Like, I get it. That's a reason to complain and, like, talk about. But Lonnie isn't isn't even in that story as of right now. Maybe she will be later, but the focus on Lonnie currently is her family. Why are we, like, making an issue of something that doesn't exist? That was my you're watching it wrong. And she's not even on screen. She wasn't even on screen this week. Another thing, how would Lonnie, if Kristen, like, is successful with this, how would Lonnie find out? Unless Kristen tells her. Unless someone finds out all of this. 
How would fans expect her to find they out? They would have to figure out that Susan is in jail, and she would have to find out that Susan is in jail and not do anything about she it. She would have to find out that Susan is in jail and that Kristen is posing as Susan, and then Kristen did all of this with. Like, how? <laughs> like, oh, give her a break. That, that, that Someone has to tell Lonnie about this for her to, like, decide what she's gonna do like if, she, if she's gonna keep being friends with Kristen or not but we haven't even gotten to that part of people figuring it figuring all of this out and Lonnie was the one who suspected it the most like she suspected something was off with Susan Kristen yeah but yeah that is my you watching it wrong for this week it really annoyed me Dylan, Nick, anything y'all would like to yeah. say? Um, mine is kind of um, it was uh, I saw some tweets as soon as they announced that Jan was coming back and I saw some tweets oh, God. Were like saying, oh, this is repetitive and I'm like, how? First of all, she was gone it's- for ever before they did one return and then her return was to me it was pretty successful and then when she left agree there was story left to tell so she's coming back to wrap up the story that they have left to tell and it makes sense to bring her back now with Sammy on the canvas so you can play that beat of Sammy having to deal with the consequences of bringing Jan Spears back into Salem into her family's orbit it, it's and, a perfectly logical and also, move and also the fact that John is in the emotional condition and, and you know John is in an emotional state and did what he did to Jan, which is also going to tie into everything that happened with Charlie. Like this is perfectly timed. And I can already tell that the people who, the people who complained are probably bitter Stela fans and they need to just log off. It's just like, it actually wasn't though, but like. um, Oh, it wasn't that surprising. No, no, it wasn't. But it, it was like, it's just this is the this is one of those times where just say that you don't enjoy seeing a character and let that be that instead of saying creating yeah creating a narrative that does not make sense for what's being played on screen because what's being played on screen right now it makes sense to bring Jan back and wrap up that art because everything was left hanging when she went into her coma. Like, we don't know. Could you imagine? Like, could you imagine if they actually put John on trial for Charlie's murder and she testifies? Exactly. That's why Marlene is worried because it's going to show a pattern. If, If John tells Marlena that he heard the gunshot and then Jan, and then Jan wakes up, John is still facing charges. The charges from what happened with Jan still haven't been resolved. Right. So now, so now you've got that on top of if whatever comes out about on the night that Charlie died. So it's all going to tie in together. And if they wind up putting John on trial for Charlie's murder, you've then got Jan testifying, showing that he has a pattern of violence. 
this is see you get it <laughs> you get it it just it makes sense yeah. to bring her back now and it's and you can't say that it's repetitive i mean she's been brought back once what, right one time before, in 15 in, years right Hell, so i've like, heard more about jan than i have seen her exactly i've been watching for 10 years so it's like y'all y'all calm down it's not it's <laughs> like I don't I don't know what version of days you're get you're watching but the version of days I'm watching we have not had like 50 million Jan Spears returns like, she's not Stefano Demir yeah, it, from the ashes exactly. you know, now, if this was Julie going into the hospital for the fifth time then you can cry repetitive all you want because yeah I'm about sick of seeing Julie in the hospital but this is not that and right. should not be treated like that all right I'll go. I've got uh, watching it wrong. Days fans, I can include myself in this because I did it, um, have a habit of reacting to things that have not happened yet. Long, yes. <laughs> like it happens. It just happened with the set that that have not only not happened yet, that aren't probably aren't going to happen. Like the Lonnie thing. I'm piggybacking off of um, what Ariette said. Lonnie isn't involved in the storyline. We all got pissed and lost our minds when we found out about Rex and Kristen possibly interacting. Nothing happened. <laughs> it happened, but nothing. What we thought was going to happen didn't happen. I think we just and need people to are doing this. Yeah, and people are doing the same shit now with Theo and, and Sierra. Theo and Sierra. We don't We're know what's it out happen. there. Let's just let the let the story play out and then react. I think because it, it hurts character because people are running with this theory that Lonnie's just excusing Kristen's behavior. Lonnie is in a, isn't aware of Kristen's behavior. Yeah. It, oh, Nick, I love you so much for saying that. Same with Theo. Because I oh, he, so agree he, with you. He wouldn't take advantage of Sierra. We don't know what's going to happen. We we okay. We all believe he wouldn't take advantage of Sierra. There's nothing that happened yet. They haven't even seen each other yet. Let it. Let us see. At least let them share a first scene before we start getting upset about anything. That's exactly my... because because spoilers. Yeah, I mean, because spoilers and promos. Eyes, but to like get mad or re react really strongly to like things that haven't happened is weird to me. So the things that we Listen, don't know. I, exactly. I've got burned by spoilers because I used to like read them and take them exactly as they are. And I learned, okay, when I back in September of 2019 when that spoiler came out that Ben was going to have his sister eliminated, I bugged the entire fuck out. That was I a thought spoiler. They were ben. <laughs> yes, that was a spoiler. When he went to Victor to to, to when he went to Victor for help with Jordan, like when the spoiler came out, the spoiler was one of them was that he asks Victor for help in taking care of Jordan. Another spoiler was that Ben has Jordan eliminated. So Jesus. I was freaking the fuck out thinking that have his sister killed. I was nervous as all hell when the scenes actually aired. And then when they aired, they played nothing like what the spoilers made them out to be. Same with Ben and Eve's explosive confrontation a couple months back. The confrontation that lasted two seconds in the middle of the Salem PD. Oh, remember, I like, remember spoilers. that. Uh, that was a scene where Eli was in, and I was like, that is the confrontation? Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, like spoilers and was... promos are designed to bait but you. But also, they you have to consider, like, 
a lot of things. Why is this, like, for example, this Theo, Sierra, Ben, all of these scenes, like, why was Theo brought back? Like, there's, but we, we can don't... assume, we can theorize, that's one thing, and I don't mind it, and you can, like, sense some things might happen this way, but, like, to quickly react and be, get mad or whatever, you can hope that it turns out the way you want to, but, like, these strong reactions before it actually really plays out makes no sense. So I'm glad you it's brought ridiculous it up. ridiculous to me. And it hurts, I think it hurts the show overall. It does. it does because people refuse to watch because of what they think is going to happen. And it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like at least base your opinions on what actually airs. If you watch the scenes and then you don't like how something plays out or you feel like they're going in a direction that you can't rock with, that is completely understandable and is fine. But to jump to a conclusion based on a spoiler when we know that spoilers can be very misleading. Like at this point, I literally only use them as a guide for who errors. The actual details of the spoilers, I don't even pay attention to anymore. I haven't paid attention to spoilers in years strictly because of that. I only pay attention to spoiler, Ilani spoilers. (laughs) No, but listen, I have to like, for the others, like I, I... I read some spoilers and then I'm like I go with the flow and watch what airs because I need to keep up updated with Ilani but for the rest I'm just like whatever <laughs> I can just enjoy it and not pay attention to those spoilers but yeah I'm like I'm with you Tony I keep up with it to like know when it was on, for example, was on screen yeah. exactly like I want to know when Ilani is on screen example so that's the only reason i read spoilers and sometimes when there's returns like jan spears that's the few times i do read spoilers because i want to know what's the leading to her to certain returns but yeah oftentimes i do not read spoilers like in detail well, guys, I wonder. I wonder if Jan's going to try to take advantage of, like, try to get close to Sierra since she's Sean's sister. She might. And it'll be interesting to see. Well, guys, we've reached the end of another podcast. Another one is in the can, as Kim Corday would say. So. We've been doing the promos and spoilers all throughout the show, so I guess we can skip that. <laughs> yeah, so, I guess we can just do our good, bad, and ugly and then call it. I think we should talk a little about, a bit about the promo because I haven't seen, said a few things I wanted about that. Well, I was, th- I was thinking we're just going to skip good, bad, and ugly this week mainly because... No, okay. I have a few things. Mainly because the show is running long and I have to get ready to go. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But um, yeah, another one's in the can, y'all. As Ken Carter would say, so join us next time as we. What do you say? The shenanigans of Salem, Dylan. Whatever you be saying, you need to write the descriptions <laughs> of these podcasts. My goodness. <laughs> also, I'm also a little drunk now, so. <laughs> 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 you did get kind of quiet. I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> so, bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye. everybody.